Why does my bitrate want to be a 2,000? My god. Hello, Draco Kraken. How are you doing? Did you... Did I see that you posted... You posted a thing about... Hold on. I gotta... I gotta check it. Uh... It was in the thing. Yeah. I downloaded your thing. So, I'm gonna... I'm gonna play it at some point. And I'll tell you what I think about it. So, that's exciting. <laughs> um, wait. I shouldn't have to change to over here so I can put that up here. Uh, it's very much a work in progress. That's fair enough. No worries. I hope parasitic fish never figure out how to swim up a YouTube stream. That's fair, Lux. Thank you. I also hope that. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Hello, hello, everyone. Um, Boo should be joining us in a bit here. There he is. I was just saying hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. How about you? I'm doing all right as well. Yeah. Uh, uh, I voted. I think you should do the night you... preceptor. I think it was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, I actually check that. See how many people have actually voted so far. Yeah, I forget where it even is. It's just in the polls channel thing. Okay. A whole... Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, we have a polls thing. But yeah, yeah. so uh, far. Although the warden is also a good choice, though. Yeah, the warden's also cool. They're all super cool, man. Yeah, they're all good. Yeah. Um, hey, Pizza Funk. Definitely um, not the... Um, where is it? Not the Crusader, though. You want more than just the Titanic feet. <laughs> the Crusader. Oh! Well, the Crusader can also... If I remember correctly, if I look at this... I mean, the... it's, it is good for if you want nothing but ranged. Yes, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, but the Preceptor and the Warden also have almost as much range. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I... Well, the thing is... The thing even with the feet is, like, why... You don't even have to worry about, you know, shooting into combat. Because you are a, a, a vehicle. And vehicles... Oh, that's not, that's not the issue. Oh. It's just the fact that the Thunderstrike Gauntlet and the Reaper Chainsword are just way more versatile they are it is true um but yeah i mean obviously you know you go with whatever yeah whatever wins. people decide for sure yeah um hey timothy how's it going uh hello everyone and welcome back to table talk discussion and discourse i as always am your host alejo aka radon 95 i am the other one and that's right the fucking the hell diver servers are down it's very frustrating <laughs> Not I'm to sorry. mention this. The other thing that's fucking annoying right now is that I uninstalled a Baldur's Gate three last night, yeah. and there was an update, yeah. and it's updating, and the update is 140 gigs. Yeah, I updated it the other night. Um, I only had like a 70. Th I think you have a couple that aren't. Uh, yeah, that you didn't probably get for sure. Yeah, um, probably. 
Hello, Colbite. You're I don't recognize you. Oh my god. What's up? Um I have you been here before? I feel like I if I it's my bad if I don't remember. It has <laughs> if it has been a, quite a long time. But if you are new, welcome. Hey. Um yeah, so we were talking about it a little bit uh, in the beginning there, but there is a poll up in our Discord if you want to choose the night that I build uh, and that I will paint on stream, uh, it is there. I also put a post, like an actual post on YouTube, linking to the poll in the Discord. So uh, if you want to link to that, I guess, specifically, there it goes. It's there. Um, oh, God damn it. But yeah. That's stupid. So... Uh, Colbite is a friend I told about the show. Ah, so I didn't, so you are new. Okay, good. Because I was scared for a second that I didn't remember somebody. <laughs> and technically I didn't because I've never met you. Welcome. Yeah, it's impossible to do so. That's right, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but yes, so uh, the poll is up for the six choices. The only reason why I didn't put it on the YouTube thing to make it more accessible uh, is because YouTube only allows four uh, choices for images and five choices for text. And it's Alejo. dumb. Hello. Yes. I'm very disappointed in you. Why? <laughs> this first fucking video. Oh, yes. Uh, I'm very disappointed Well, I, in you. you know, it's it could only come from one person. Let's be fair. Um... <laughs> Oh my oh god. My god. <laughs> it's it's killing you already. Oh. oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh well, today uh we are going to be talking about uh rules light TTRPGs. And in fact, mm. the video itself is called Ditch the Rule Books. Why rules light TTRPGs are better from Dungeon Craft Professor Dungeon Master himself telling us why Flat rules out. light are are just better they just are um which we i so rules light's fine there's nothing wrong yeah. with rules light rpgs um mm -hmm. if you like them more than uh rules heavy rpgs that's absolutely fair um nothing wrong with that i like uh one page rpgs i like big huge book rpgs i like middle of the road uh, size rpgs you know um I would never say one is better than the other. I would say that they, some might <clears throat> that be they more. They have their in, own strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, and some might be more in depth in like a setting or in rules than another one because of the way that they're constructed, right? Mm -hmm. um, rules light TTRPGs just don't have as much rules for certain things, just due to their nature. Um, yes. And, but I would never just flat out say, "Oh, these this are just is this is just better." Mm. Unless, like, I was talking about specifically a TTRPG that sucks. Mm. Like, that is bad, that was designed poorly, that doesn't work, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, what comes to mind immediately was the original Dark Souls RPG when that for, was first released. It, it just didn't work. It was fucking yeah. terrible. Um, I, everybody tells me that Fatal is super bad, and I still haven't looked into it, but I will at least, at the moment go with your uh popular consensus that fatal is itself just bad um until i find out otherwise <laughs> um but i'm willing to find out otherwise that's the thing uh 
He's doing mod work right now, so he might be in and out. It's cool. Don't worry. Um, anyway, so uh, strong claim, strong claim. Uh, hasn't even said a word. Hasn't even said a word. Just has the video up. This was. I want to say this is a very recent in uh, the broad sense of the word. A very recent video. Maybe. Maybe two very weeks. recent in human history. That's right. Exactly. Um, um, three months ago. Ah, three months ago. Okay. What was I thinking of two weeks ago? I, I there's know. something that I was looking at before that was like two weeks ago, but um, I wouldn't say fatal is bad, but pedantic and cringe, sure. Okay, fair enough. Oh, there you go. Perfect. See, you're the okay. very first person who has actually said, no, it's not like bad because everybody else just says, Hello? no, it's just bad content and design. Shit. And I'm like, okay. So, interesting. Um, I suppose you could say I'm doing mod work on a spreadsheet right now. Fair uh, enough, Lux. Um, oh, there we go. Did I get disconnected? Did you? I don't know. You went completely silent there, but then I come back in for a little bit, and it's clear that you're still talking. Oh, shit. No, I, I think my internet disconnected for a second there. Ooh. Yeah. OBS just disconnected, then reconnected instantly. Okay. That was weird. Um. Mm -hmm. Okay. Is everything still going on? Yeah, yeah. It, it it started streaming again immediately, so I think we're okay. okay. Yeah, okay. I don't know what the fuck that was. Okay. Interesting. Um yeah, weird. Yeah, I've been having weird ping spikes like all day. So mm -hmm. I I don't know. But uh the stream shouldn't lose any frames and uh the recording is always a thing. <laughs> well, it, what I'm no, it won't because the setting actually does work. Even when I have bad oh. bitrate, it it oh. doesn't take away the frames. Oh, good. Um, so, but yeah, so we might have some technical issues during the night. Everybody, apologies, but the vod will be full as always. Yeah. Um. Okay. Uh. Yep. Lost you for a second. Weird. Um. Uh, it was you. I was about to blame Google Docs. Ah, uh, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, as long as you're having fun, isn't that all that matters? It should be. I mean, usually, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. uh, there's this. There's always been this uh, uh, mentality that rules uh, heavy systems and rules light systems should battle it out, and one should be superior to the other because we have to have things be better, one mm -hmm. better than the other, for some reason. In this, in this hobby, in this space, yeah. yeah. For some reason, that is something that just happens. Um, which is annoying, but at the same time, I get it to a degree. I want to have, I want to be doing the better thing, right? That's the mentality. I want to be doing the best thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it's not a good I mentality. I want to be maximizing my fun. Yes. It's not a good mentality, but I understand the mentality, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't want to promote it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so let us begin with Professor Dungeon Master telling us in eight and a half minutes, how rules lights are better i guess so you go ahead and start it i need to step away really quick i'll sure. be back in like just a few moments yeah, yeah yeah gatekeeping sucks dude yes it does ah step here 
Subscribe so you never miss an upload. This video is brought to you by Elven Tower Adventures. They're close to releasing their 700th adventure and their art library contains just as many maps. You can support Elven Tower's creations directly through their Patreon page and gain access to everything they've ever created for as low as $1. Or cool. by purchasing their hundreds of products on DriveThruRPG, DM's Guild, and Roll20 Marketplace. And their Foundry VTT library encompasses over 30 modules with hundreds of maps and adventures you can use to destroy your characters. He means entertain your players. And Elven Tower's crew now focuses on OSR content and produces adventures for Shadow Dark RPG. Links below. I recently responded. Holy shit, that was a 50 minute, or 50 second, uh, ad. <laughs> Fair enough, that's fine. I mean, that's cool. Good for them. Um, it sounds like a neat, uh, Patreon subscription, whatever, whatever it is, um, good for them. I hope they continue to succeed. Really, that's that's just it. Kind of it. Responded to a tweet that asked if I preferred a rules light system or a crunchy game system, and my response got a lot of likes and retweets. So I decided to make it into an episode. And if you don't know, I'm Professor Dungeon Master, and this is Dungeon Craft, where we talk about independent and homebrew D and D. And personally. I prefer a rules light system. Now, caveat. Okay. So here's the thing. You can prefer it. I said this before. You can prefer whatever the fuck you want. That's fine. Did you just make a video that has this clickbaity title to get other people in here because of that? Is that it? Because if this is just, I prefer this, that's fine. I'm not going to have an issue. But you made this clickbaity title and i'm already a little skeptical just a little oh yeah i remember him professor dungeon master now i got it yeah i it's it's one of those things i get that you have to play the fucking algorithm and all that shit whatever but you realize that watch time is what you want more so than clicks so, and I, it's also under 10 minutes, so you got at least a couple of people. But at this point, I would click off because you've lied to me. You, <laughs> you've lied to me. <laughs> like, this isn't... You, okay, sure. I am not saying this is the right way to play. It's the right way for me and my players to play. So with that in mind, my response goes something like this. Okay, you've... You, so... Put for me in your title. <laughs> Welcome back. It's clickbait. This is clickbait. Oh, well, fucking of course it is. Well, he's even said this is good for me and my table. That's what I'm saying. So the fucking title is clickbait. Yep. Immediately then after your one minute ad for uh, what is a cool fucking uh, Patreon and all that shit and, and modules and whatever that people are making. That's cool and all, but literally uh, 30 seconds in, I would click off. You've lied to me. Mm, this video true. is nothing. Like, I don't, like, good for you and your table, you know? Ooh, just, what is that? that up. That is cool. Yeah, dude, that's a disc plate. Hell yeah, I actually yeah, got man. a disc plate. Yeah, Awesome. Man. Hold it's on. got the whole fucking the Carcosa yeah. poem on it. It looks, it's really good. There you go, people. Look at this. So I got done, uh, like cleaning the wall with a little 
alcohol wipe that yeah. they provide with it, and then yeah. you need to wait for it to dry, and then I hung that up. Fuck yeah, man. That's so cool. Mm. Is it just like a hey. sticky thing on the back of a magnet, basically? Um, It is a sticky thing that you then stick a magnet to. Okay. So the magnet yeah. never touches the wall. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Okay, mm. cool. Yeah, because yep. I've been looking at displays for... Um, I want to get some that are references to uh, the Dresden Files books, actually. Because ah. they have a bunch of them, which I was like, oh, that's sick. They got so, a lot of everything. Yeah, it's man. It's crazy. It is cool. We're not sponsored by Display, but I would I would do it. <laughs> I would absolutely do it. That's sick. They're pricey, though. They are pricey. But they're worth it. You know, they'll last. That's yeah. the thing. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's enough free promotion. Jesus. Yep, sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. That is fucking sweet, though. That is so sick. Yeah, man. Um. Anyway, okay. So, already, preference. Cool then mm. there's not much that I'm going to be able to say, I guess. Yeah. No matter how crunchy your system, no matter how complex, no matter how many modifiers, eventually it comes down to a single die roll and your character is either going to succeed or fail. So I want to get to that number as soon as possible. Why? Because I'm old and I don't have a lot of time to learn new game sure. systems and flip through a bunch of charts and rules. What I do have is experience and I can tell you that if you're a fifth level barbarian and you want to hit a goblin in the face, you need to roll about an eight or better. Like, that sounds about right. In a word, it's about immersion. As a player, I feel with fewer rules, I can become more immersed in that world. And nothing breaks... That's interesting. With fewer rules, you can become immersed in the world. I guess from, from like, a purely meta standpoint, then Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, But that seems like a complete... Like, again, this is a preference thing for sure. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm not trying to argue against it. I'm just trying to explore it a bit um yeah, that's kind of an interesting thing i guess it's it always comes back to like people being people not wanting to look at the books when they're playing yeah and like and i guess also just the um what seems to be this epidemic that we keep running into of people that mm-hmm. um can't like take their brain and go this is meta knowledge this is non-meta knowledge you yeah. know and like uh-huh. it seems to be a lot more of a problem than it, it really should be at least in my brain um yeah but uh yeah it's, that's just very strange um yeah. it's weird i like the idea of a modular system like grips where it's encouraged to make your own stuff but it's awfully convenient to have it all in one book like pathfinder it's true um mm-hmm. i so I want to, I have, um, what is it? I have the book for like Blades in the Dark. I have, um, Vampire. I have all these other things and they all, well, I don't, maybe the player's handbook for Vampire, um, comes with a scenario. I don't know. Or core rule book. Sorry. Um, mm. comes with a scenario. I don't actually remember, but mm. a lot of these core books have, you know, all the information you need as well as a scenario that you can start playing in. Yes. Right. That way you can start learning the rules and all this kind of stuff um, mm-hmm. and, and get right into it. Um, the rules light stuff doesn't really have that. Yeah. It just kind of has the basics and then says go, which is mm-hmm. fine. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, it's very it's very much a more uh, thought provoking kind of thing for more experienced people. For a brand new player, a brand new DM, it might be 
way more analysis paralysis uh, yeah. uh, causing mm-hmm. because then it's like, oh, I what do I do? You know, I have yeah. all these rules. What do I, I do? But with I have them? no examples effectively. Exactly, which is why I like um, the the more rules crunchy systems mm-hmm. because they give you examples, they give you tables, they give you resources to use, and then when you don't want something, you can just omit it. Yeah. But it's there if you do. That's right? the thing. I, the I will never understand it. We just keep running into that. Right. We don't yeah. like more. We want less. It's yeah. so weird. Which, to a degree, I can understand of, like, we just want to make it up as we go. Which mm-hmm. is fine. It's absolutely fine. But at the same time, the structure being there to support you if you can't come up with something on your own just seems yeah. like a yeah. nice uh, a net to fall back on. Yeah. Um, I wonder I if so many people um, seem to run into this. We don't like more content. We want less. Sure. I wonder if we are the outliers because we see because we're also video gamers. And it seems like a lot of the people that pro, uh, produce D&D content actually don't do a whole lot of video gaming. And we see how shit the video game industry is nowadays. That is also true. Yeah. And we're like, no, stop giving us less, give us more. And they just don't see that? Maybe. I, yeah, I, there there might be some overlap because, I mean, a lot of the other content creators that we come up with that or come across that do uh, seem to do a lot more gaming uh, in general of video gaming. Um, mm-hmm. They do seem to have the same perspective of at least they they are like, no, these are these are options, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I... I don't know. I really don't know. It's just it's weird. It's just one of those things that it also might be. Um, it, he did bring up age, and I see Timothy said, "You're never too old to learn." Let let me shut that down now. That's true. I agree That's with a you. Very good point. I agree with you, but I will give him this. He did say, "I don't have the time to learn a new system." That I can understand very much because you might have a very busy schedule, right? True. Um, if you choose to make time for something, that's great. And you can actually get to learn it. Uh, it will take you that time though. And you have to manage it as best Mm. you can. So I can understand that aspect. As you get older, you might have more going on that you need to actually worry about and all that kind of shit. Right. Mm. Um, but, uh, and, and then thus when you find the one page thing that just tells you go, uh, then you're more able to just go with it. Plus, yeah. with him as well, he's been playing TTRPGs for so many years that he's experienced. Again, yes, the experience aspect, I think, is a big factor for a lot of these things of if it is so uh, rules light, then I know that I can make up shit as I go because mm-hmm. it will fit because I've done this with so many other things. I have yeah. that knowledge, that basis of all of these other backbones that I've used uh, these rules for basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. So, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause uh, like on the one hand, yes. But on the other hand, uh, I think I, I, I think I lost it. I lost oh. it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Um, Variety is important. Uh, Boo brings up a good point with the gamer thing. Yeah, yeah. Variety is variety is a big thing as well. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things. I don't know. I yeah, don't and it. don't worry. When I say that, I'm not saying like 
If you play D&D, you don't play video games. No. I'm just saying that it seems like the people who have this idea, the people that pair it out, we want less, mm -hmm. seem to be that. Right. The immersion, like waiting for my turn. Like a rule like in 5e initiative, everyone rolls a 20-sided dice, and everyone's got the same plus three dexterity bonus. But each point of dexterity only makes a 5% difference, and it takes about two minutes to sort out who's going when, and to me, that's just too long. I agree with my YouTube. Two minutes, really? That I sounds mean, like a very slow initiative order, Jesus. I, how many people are at your table? How many, like, do they have? They don't have that much to calculate, really. They just go, oh, I rolled an 11 plus 3. That's 14. And then I guess it's your DM. It just depends on how fast your DM wants to put it together, I guess. I guess, like, writing it down is what yeah. takes a long time. Which, I mean, that just depends on how fast you write, I guess. Yeah, come so, on. But, like, I, I don't know, man. If that's your experience, that sucks, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, What is this? And to me, that's just too long. I agree with my YouTube colleague, Wylock. Nothing kills momentum more than the words, roll for initiative. Just ask, who began the hostilities? They go first. In Easy D6... It kills that's... the momentum does it oh i don't God. understand that either when i when i hear roll for initiative i'm getting pumped yeah I'm getting excited yeah we're in we're going to go into combat that means that this is going to be a scenario where i can use my abilities and we get to see i might die fucking that would suck but at the same time oh man that what, how, what a dramatic turn in the story you know like yeah there's all of these things that go through my head of the scenario of trying to figure out, okay, how big's the room? What's the, what are the things in the room? Is there anything that I can uh, uh, utilize effectively or, or utilize with uh, an ability or something to create an interesting opportunity for myself or my, my allies? What can they do on their turn? Uh, and if they get a turn before me, can they set something up for me? And like, they, you have so many possibilities. They kind of come down to it. Um, and not to say that you can't also have that in, in things where it is literally, oh, they start first, so then we get to go after that. Okay, we can figure it out from there. Um, because you can, for sure. But it doesn't take away from that, at least in my mind, and I don't see how it could. Yeah. Um, unless you are right. literally just thinking of it from the meta perspective of, all right, we now have to stop for a second and all figure out our initiatives roll the dice, write it down, get it set, and then get back into character. Yeah, you know? like, jeez. And it's like, well, yeah, that is what we have to do, but I'm not thinking about that, like, mm -hmm. actively, really. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm. It's not going to take me out of it, because it's just a thing. Mm. Whenever pe people mention these long initiative times, I get so confused. Don't you guys have just, uh, just have a notebook off to the side to keep track? Yeah. That's the thing, yeah. right? Uh... You're right, Traffic Kraken. Uh, why now, do people? If you're playing online, you have even better options. We it's use true. an initiative tracker that lets me put it in in fucking seconds. Yeah, it's very true. <clears throat> uh, why do people hate rolls so much? It's such a big part of the game, isn't it? I, mm -hmm. I, I, well, it's not even just the rolling. It's just the act of there being a check for an initiative. This one, right? Because yeah. he is fine with getting to the point of you roll the dice, you figure out if you win or lose. Basically, like if you succeed or fail. That's yeah. the fun. That's the part that he's like, I want to get to that part mm. where it's like, yeah, I also want to get to that part. But there are steps there. 
you yeah. know, uh, there are factors that I want to take into account just so that it like all flows together in a way that feels natural to me, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, again, if I, if that is your preference, I just don't understand. Yeah. Players always go first unless surprised by the monster. And DM Scotty doesn't stop there. He eliminates stats. He writes, in many game systems, you build heroes with attributes and skills represented by numbers. These numbers slow down play because you often need to reference numbers on your character sheet or add them to die rolls. Easy D6. But, but... But but they're usually like low numbers that you've already added up most of, so you don't have to. Like it takes literally like five seconds. Apparently, what, that's too much. I don't. Okay, this is always the thing. Why? Why? When I I'm gonna do it right now. Okay, hold on. Let me get my my. Uh, I wasn't prepared for this, so I uh-huh. don't have my dice right here. But they yep. are a little bit away from me. Okay. Right Disgusting. I know. You don't have I, dice I was, in your hand at all times? <laughs> I was painting. I'm sorry. Um, I had no to move excuse. them. <laughs> okay. So, okay. We're in a, we're in a combat, right? Oh, oh, my God. I have a uh, plus three to my attack roll, okay? So, I'm okay. going to take the moment to roll my die and figure it out. Okay. Uh, I got a 13. 16. How long did that take me? Yeah, it, like... <laughs> That took me like two, three seconds max once I'm actually doing the thing. But you see, it's not about it's not about rolling and finding out what it equals. It's you have to remember and reference that plus three. Well, you, <laughs> that's what's hard, right? Well, God. even if I had a piece of paper, it would be in front of me, so I look down at it, look at my attack sheet, or I've. I have taken the time to look at my sheet and know where uh, things are mostly, mm-hmm. you know, and then I look at it and I go, oh, my attack is a plus three. Okay. Now sorry, I will roll. Stop. stop. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You've already wasted my time. I'm leaving the session. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like that I was, that was a quarter second of my life. I'm never getting back. <laughs> God. Exactly. Yes, I am a fake gamer. That's right. Cause I didn't have my <laughs> dice right there. You're right. <laughs> um, <laughs> But like, I just I don't understand that. Literally, in a in a session, it will take me. If this isn't my, if this is not my first time, it will take me about five seconds to get through the thing once I've decided what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, and before that, if it's taking more time to decide what to do, well, then start deciding what you want to do before your turn comes up. Right. Yeah. But I will give you, of course, if something happens in that space of time before your turn comes up, it could change everything. And then Mm. you have to figure out what you need to do from that point. Right. Which that will take some time. But that's just kind of how it works with strategy. You know, Uh, constantly, constantly changing battlefield or whatever it is. You know, you know what's sad to me, Hmm. like as you're going through your spiel here. Yeah. I'm just imagining, like, I'm envisioning Dun- Professor Dungeon Master in his group, and they're sitting down to play a game. Sure. And Professor Dungeon Master gets out, like, an egg timer. <laughs> and he fucking turns it to, like, three hours, four hours, however long. Right. However long he runs his sessions. Sure. He points at the egg timer and says, okay, guys, we need to do X before this ends. Right. Otherwise, it's a bad session. <laughs> and I'm like, 
Can you not just let things happen at the pace they're going to happen? That's the thing, right? I I'm I am of the mind that taking your time with this stuff and letting it all happen as it does is probably the best way that you can play any of these games. You uh, would think that if you were so experienced as as he is, because yeah. obviously he's been playing games forever. Yeah. You would think that after all those years of experience, you would just be willing to let the session happen at the pace that it's going to happen yeah, in. And exactly. if you were if you're already setting aside time for the session, yeah. why do you have to be so uh rigid with you know stuff needs to happen? You're all there to have fun. Yeah, I I I can understand it if your fun is derived from uh, accomplishing goals, right? If you don't accomplish mm. as many goals as you wanted to, then you'll have less fun. If that's how your mind works with it, sure. I understand that. Um, but at the same time, I feel like... I understand we have limited time, okay? I get that. And you want to yeah. get as much fun in as possible before mm. that time is up. Um, yes. So... Maybe it is as simple as you just want to get through things so you can do as much as you can with the uh, the limited amount of time that you have for your sessions, right? It might uh. just be as simple as that of like, dude, I just want to I just want to hang out with my friends and just do things. Just yeah. keep going, you know? And not mm. really have to worry about life for a while until the time is up, you know? Um yeah. like I could understand it that way. Um mm. But at the same time, even if I have so much going on, I still am fine with it. Just like if we are playing a session and it's a whole just shopping session, you know, Hell yeah. everybody's just going to stores and finding out what they want to buy. And everybody's like him and hawing about like, oh, maybe this was well, this much gold. You know, oh, I don't know if I want yeah. that, actually. You're fucking oh, but making small talk with the shopkeep and bullshit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a, literally nothing happens, right? Yeah. Technically. Nothing happens in that session. I'm not going to sit there and be like, man, this was, wasn't fun. Yeah, you know? no, it was fun. It was a fun because time. Because we got, we got to play adult pretend, not that kind of adult. <laughs> right. Um, well, unless you're into that. Uh, mm. But, uh, yeah, so it's just, I don't know. I, I, I see it from both sides, I guess. If the side that I'm seeing on their side is the one that I described. Um, now, there's another way I can see it as well. Sure. Now that you say that. Yeah. If he is super busy and yeah. it's not like he can do a session every week or every right. month or something. If he gets one session every three months. Yeah. I can understand it then. Yeah. Oh, for sure. That would also absolutely make sense. Yeah. So, like, there are scenarios where it, it, it does work out and it does make sense that you would have this mentality. And maybe one of those, if it was more explained to me, uh, mm. then I would be like, yeah, okay, I get you, for sure. But at the same time, I don't know, the uh, creating a video that really just hammers in the this needs to be faster, you know? Mm -hmm. Just making it so that we all need to go. So we all need to be Zoomers and zoom yeah. through everything. Everybody's got fucking Subway Surfers on. On the on the sidebar. Yeah, exactly. Everybody has turned on Subway Surfers and <laughs> is running in the background. Yeah, exactly. Like, if we really need <laughs> to get through things so fast, mm. then, like, uh, I don't know if I want to 
like keep having that mentality continue to be perpetuated you mm-hmm. know because like i really really like taking my time taking my time is one of the best things that i that i can do with most of my experiences that i have just because then it feels like i'm not rushing through it and i'm able to enjoy it you know yeah because i mean hell real life you gotta rush yeah nowadays you gotta fucking rush it's nice to be able to slow down yes i literally to when i go to work Mm. i go there early i i don't feel like i'm doing enough so i will start working before i clock in so that i can get things done so that i can continue to get things done during the day that matter more Mm -hmm. like i rush through the things so that i can get to the other things that are more important um, and that's a lot of that time that I, I have to do that. But when I get home and I go and sit in my chair, I turn on YouTube and I just sit there and watch a video or something that's like three hours long or more, yep. then I'm yep. like, oh, fuck yeah. This is the best. This is it. <laughs> this is what I'm here for, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anyway. Oh, fucking sad, isn't it? <laughs> Life sucks. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not that bad. Um, uh, no, not the numbers. They scare me. Rules light supremacist. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, how did the painting go, by the way, Alejo? Uh, I started to cramp up after three hours, so I didn't really actually finish finish. But oh. with the things that I did, yeah, my I'm carpal tunnel sucks, man. Um, yep. But uh, I, I had fun while I was doing it, so that's really all that matters. Um also that character blurb is wild if you let your players do max damage with any weapon they will use a screaming rubber chicken and then will want to bring in the prop not saying that's a bad thing (laughs) oh yeah yeah even when using spoons yeah i get you the roderick little thing there um dnd speedruns might be a thing sounds hard i so i assume that maybe there is something of like uh, a speedrun kind of thing of going through adventures, you know, like modules and shit. Maybe mm-hmm. that'd be interesting. Actually, I would love. Well, to Well, I see mean, that. hell, that's effectively tournament modules. True, actually, yeah. That's basically what that is. It's yeah, just yeah, yeah. slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot that those existed. Mm. Just like I forgot. This is off topic a little bit, but I forgot. I heard the word Starfield today. Okay. And I literally had forgotten that that game came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it it completely got out of my mind, and as soon as it, it was brought up, I was like, holy shit, yeah, that did exist, didn't it? Yep. Wow. It still barely does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Dude, that game came out of the womb and was immediately executed by Baldur's Gate. Oh, yeah. Oh, Nobody 100%. gives a shit. <laughs> no one cares about it. You're right. Um... Professor Dungeon Master, have more fun faster, damn it. Hey, I mean, I'm fine with that. If that's what you want, that's fine. If that works for you, go for it. Uh, It's adult pretend and super adult pretend, if you know what I mean. Sex music plays. True. Uh, I once watched an eight-hour video in one sitting good times. Oh, I've sat down and watched literally 12 hours of content before just because I was like, dude, this is just so good. I got to keep going. You know, uh, speaking speaking of stuff. many hours of content, I recently found out that all of Strong Bad, Strong Bad emails, and all of HomestarRunner.com <laughs> yeah. shit is on YouTube. Oh, really? 
Yep, and then Strong Bad emails if you watch from the beginning to end because there's a guy who uploaded all of them. Nice. 12 hours. Oh, wait, no, 10 hours, 10 hours. Fuck yeah, okay, cool. It's great. <laughs> I, I now have something that I can binge. I've been and re-watching can... old videos that I've watched before that are like an hour or two long because <laughs> I've just been like, these are really fun. I like these. Yeah. But yeah. Dude, Strong Bad, and, Strong Bad emails and Homestar Runner shit is so nostalgic for me. That's fair. That was the shit when I was a kid. I I never watched it as a kid. I never had, like, I never saw it. It just oh never, God. yeah, it never came across. I knew about it. Yeah. But it just never came across my, like, eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, if you watch it, I'll just let you know that the first uh, couple dozen are pretty bare bones. Oh, yeah, but yeah, toward yeah, yeah. The I end, can they start getting really, they start getting real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like how any series really starts, you know? It's yeah. like, it's the concept and, like, perfecting the concept and then going from there. Well, mm-hmm. I say any series, but I, I suppose what I mean is most series of quality. <laughs> yes. Speaking mm. of series of quality, mm-hmm. did you see that they're making the new, uh, making another Deadpool movie? I did see that there's a trailer out. I haven't seen the trailer yet. It's Deadpool and Wolverine, right? Yes. I think that's what it's called. Yeah. I, Dude, I haven't even seen Deadpool a, 2 yet, actually. It's a good trailer. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. Well... I just hope they don't fucking ruin it. Like, they've ruined everything. I don't think so. Not for this one, because one of the lines in the trailer is Mm. a bunch of dudes show up at his door, and they have, like, these weird, like, glowy batons. Okay. And he's like, whoa, 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 whoa there, buckaroo. And he's like, he turns around, closes the door, and, like, uh... He's like, look, buddy, pegging's nothing new for me, but it is for Disney. Looks at the camera. <laughs> you try oh, to be scary? Man. That's not scary. Oh, I so, really hope that they don't, like, gut that. Oh, that would be so I good, I mean, though. it's on the trailer. It's released by Dude, them, so I, don't I know it. So that's the thing, though. They've, I mean, it's been notorious that they've lied in trailers, like, many times. Let's be fair. Oh, that's fair. So, I, but, like, I hope... Yeah, dude, I hope so, because okay. the first two Deadpool movies were very good, and they were really very, very one. funny, because yeah. Ryan Reynolds was basically born to be Deadpool. <laughs> yes, for sure, for sure. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah, 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 let's keep going. <laughs> Replaces this with a concept called a boon. If you're trained in fighting or stealth, you get advantage when you roll. You have 10,000 sure. hit points? No, having lots of health adds too much fussy math. Player characters have three strikes. Three strikes and you're out. Simpler systems allow you to play more game in less time. In a typical session, we'll play for about two and a half to three hours. And in that time, we'll get done about five to 12 encounters, three of which are combat. I have a module called Murdex. It's based on the play. I mean, that's, to to be fair, you could be counting a lot of things as encounters, you know? Yeah, that's true. Because, like, everybody, everybody seems to use encounters differently. Some people just use it for combat. Sometimes, some people use it for, you know, social encounters and all that kind of stuff, right? Like, mm-hmm. it really depends. So, I assume he uses it for everything. Yeah, um, so it's which like is combat, social, fair. exploration. Exploration, yeah, exactly. The yeah. three pillars or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Unless there's 12 or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. 
Macbeth, and it's system neutral. It's from Quest Givers. You can get it at the link below. One convention, I forgot the character sheets, so I just wrote out everyone's hit points on post-its, and I handed everybody, okay, Angus, you have sure. 18 hit points. Ross, you have 17 hit points. And I told the players, you're mighty Scottish warriors, and you're good at every weapon. You just tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what you need to roll. And the game went fine. No complaints. Everyone had a great time. And I've run Macbeth at conventions many, many times. I always use a stopwatch. I clock it in at about 2 hours 15 to 2 hours 30 minutes, and that's about how long it takes to see Macbeth, the play, performed on stage, or a movie version of it. And that's how I want my game to feel. I want it to feel less like a tactical exercise and more immersive like a movie or a play that you're watching. And although it's interesting. Um, yeah, that's an interesting way to do it, and now I finally understand what he's going for. Yeah. So he doesn't like tactical games. He likes yeah. more action-oriented and kind of, you know. Yeah, which, which... That's fair. Absolutely fair. Um, Go for it. More power yeah. to you, you know? We like tactical stuff because we all yeah. play... War. He and I play fucking Warhammer. Yeah, So exactly. we like tactics. Hell, we, before that, even played fucking uh, turn-based tactical games, you know? Like, yeah. Like, those Divinity. are... Yeah. <clears throat> Divinity, Baldur's Gate 3 now, fucking before Valkyria that. Valkyria Chronicles. Before that, for me, it was uh, Final Fantasy Tactics A2 Grimoire of the Rift on DS. Uh, That's a very, very long title. <laughs> it is very long, but it's pretty good. <laughs> and I played Valkyria Chronicles. I love those kinds of games. Yeah, those games are some of that is my one of my favorite genres of games. So, yeah. like, it makes more sense that we would be more into the things that are more in depth. Right. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. Go Speaking of in depth, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy Helldivers too if we actually manage to play. Yeah. Oh, I I fucking imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I made some lore moves. Uh, Io is on level footing with Tiamat and Bahamut. Now they are the patron deity of Gem Dragons, and now they are intersex Opal Dragon. Cool. Good for Ooh, you. That's neat. Yeah. This might seem shocking to some, the idea that your game master would not give you a character sheet. This wasn't uncommon. Oh yeah, no, this, so, uh, I was gonna comment on all of this. So, if the system is built in such a way that that works, I don't see this as anything shocking whatsoever. Yeah, no, this is completely fine. Right, exactly. Like, I, I, I can understand for people who have only played, like, D&D, because only 5e exists for some people, right? Um, mm -hmm. they've never ventured away from all that stuff, but, um... Yeah. In general, I mean, I, I think any sort of system will work even if you just make it up on the fly right then. Yeah, pretty much. Um, fucking, what is it? The Everyone is John, if if you know that game. It's a... Uh, no, I've never heard of it. It's a one-page uh, game where everybody tries to uh, take control of John and do two tasks one being an easy task and the other one being a harder task right um and they can be uh vague for the easy tasks so that even on other people's turns technically mm. um they can still accomplish those tasks um and get points basically at the end of the game whoever has accomplished the most tasks and gotten the most points in that way uh wins right um mm. but it is at the end of the day literally just a one guy who's running it is John. You bet to see who controls John, and you get him through wacky scenarios to make him do stuff. So, uh, one time John could wake up and be going to a Kiss concert, or another time he could be applying to be an astronaut. You know, like 
Hell yeah. It's whatever the fuck scenario the 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 person decides and then you just try to do your weird tasks like oh I want to consume a bunch of celery. That's like my my easy task and then uh-huh. my hard task is to uh convince farmers to join a union. Like okay. and then and then it's literally just you have to try to find ways to get John to do those things. It's fucking weird. It's weird, but it's fun. It's really yeah. fun. Um so, uh, but like that kind of thing doesn't even have like a character sheet or anything. You are just basically talking to the person who is John and telling him what to do. And then, uh, after some time he might get knocked out and then everybody bets again to see who controls him once he wakes up. Uh, so, weird. so wait, when you're, when you have one player controlling John, what are the other players doing? Um, I, I think that they, it's just, you're, you're on the sidelines you're wa- watching and waiting hoping okay I, uh, I and such um though there there i played a version in college where um you could try to influence him in as whispers in his head of other voices if you wanted to oh my God. um <laughs> yeah so uh but that it's it was a lot more chaotic that way and i think really just sitting back and watching the person who's controlling is a lot more fun <laughs> because mm-hmm. then it's not a bunch of people trying to yell over each other of like john do this you know don't don't listen to him do this you mm-hmm. know because that can get a, a lot chaotic yeah um but yeah so any anything that you can make up that doesn't have a character sheet if you just want to do a simple health system fucking go for it you know yeah uh have it like a play is cool, but it not it already like a play when people role play? That's the other thing, yeah. Um, this all depends on how immersed you get and how immersion works for you. Um, mm. We don't get uh, our immersion broken by having to look at rules. We can get yeah. right back into it, you know? It's not something that really makes us go, oh, well, give me a second to get back into character. Um, yeah. Right? But... I- other people might not be like that. They might just want to just keep going seamlessly, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fair. Absolutely fair, um, if that's how it works. Uh, unfortunate for if you have to look at a rules thing, but, you know, it's yeah. just the way it works. Yeah. Back in the 70s, some GMs just kept track of everything. Some didn't even let their players read the rules, and you could read all about it in John Peterson's excellent The Elusive Shift. I personally prefer simple character sheets. This is Merc Bori. Four stats, 12 equipment slots. Index card RPG. All the bonuses are clearly labeled. Mm-hmm. In mazes, you get three edges, three things but your character does You still does have wrong. to fucking what... look at the numbers and reference them. Yeah, I was going to say, this kind of is against what you were saying a little bit, but if it's, if it's literally the more simplistic the character sheet, the better... I then, guess then that makes more sense to your point for why you like it. Um but like you said, yeah, you still are looking at it to figure out when you roll something if it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so well, apparently what you need, what you need to play in a TTRPG is to have everybody uh wearing Google Glass. Mm. And then you have a character sheet in your heads up display. But no, you'd still have to look at it. It's true, but you wouldn't have to look down. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's the down part. I understand. Yeah, because hell, because hell is down. Shifting oh. your eyes is easier. Yeah. Than moving your neck. That's true. Obviously. That's true. You ever that tried to true. move your neck? <laughs> it fucking sucks, man. Hate yeah. doing it. <laughs> anyway.
Yeah, I don't know. One is for the simplest role-playing game system. I've never read this game, but one glance at the character sheet, and I'm pretty confident I know how to play. This is Deathbringer. Six ability scores, armor class hit points, and it's the size of an index card. That's it. It takes about one... So is it really just size? Is that really it? Because like these it are be. all... These are all wildly different in terms of complexity. Yeah. You know, they're, some are more complex than others, but, like, this one's the size of an index card, and the other one seems the size of a fucking uh, 8.5 by 11. Or yeah. maybe you could print it smaller. I don't know. But, like, really? You know? And then fucking look at these special abilities. Cleave second attack if enemy draw. What the fuck? I, I can't read, read all that. that. <laughs> I gotta read all that shit? <laughs> It's just it's it's weird to me. Is it is it so bad to have the three character sheets pages for like D and D? And if you don't have to use some of them, it doesn't matter as much. But if you do, well, you've written them in such a way that you can reference them like yeah, that's, quickly. Usually, yeah. I I I don't know. And hell, do you not print on? Do you not print a D and D character sheet with like the? characteristics and stats and shit on the front and all the equipment yeah. and shit on the back yeah. do not do that like please tell me you do <laughs> it's just one of those things that it's just something you can you can custom hell fucking aiden writes his own in his notebook yeah he doesn't even need a character sheet he can just write everything down that he needs which yeah that works even better because you could just sort it all there and it's, it's kind of it's, funny because sometimes he does fucking forget where shit is. And yes, it that is funny. Because of that, that is funny. <laughs> that is pretty funny, yes. Um, but, like, it is something that you can customize to find things where you need to find them. Uh, yeah. So, like, I, what is the problem, again, is a good question. <laughs> Timothy, yeah. yes. I just, I don't know. Less, what is the problem and why is this the solution? Less is good. That's all I know. Which <clears throat> is fine. Again, it's fine. But I just... I don't understand the reasoning when you go more in depth into it. It doesn't see chain shirt. Sorry, I just noticed that. That's yeah, chain, chain. <laughs> Two minutes to make up a character. No app required. And just because a character sheet is simple doesn't mean the player has fewer options. They actually have That's more true. options. In your game, can you slingshot, suplex a demigod? He fucked it up. <laughs> he rolled a twelve, not a thirteen. It needs to be a thirteen. Fucking what hell, fuck? idiots. Oh. Idiots! Ah, Do you not know the lore? <laughs> Wait, are, are AT-ATs taller than knights? Uh, uh, the big cow ones. I think they might be. Holy shit! Uh, I don't know. Go. Do you mean like exact size? <laughs> yeah, like uh, cannon size. I'm not I talking a War War Titan. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't actually know because obviously a War War Titan yeah, is it's like, like as big size as a, of a fucking city. Yeah, it's a whole continent of itself. <laughs> but no i i don't actually know i've never uh thought to think about it um, yeah anyway go on <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah no you're, you're good um but like okay so uh at the same time i agree that there is technically more that you can do because you have no restrictions but you will come up with them yes you know you, like because if i can do anything that's kind of insane <laughs> yeah because then it's not even because I'm going to be a dick about it. I'm going to no. eventually start testing that. Yeah. It's just something that you will do because you like you got to find your limits, you know? Yeah. You have to find your limits. You have to know what you can and can't do. Yeah. And um, like the thing is, if I'm in danger, I'm going to do whatever I can to get my character yes. out of that danger. So you better fucking believe I'm going to start doing some out of pocket shit. Yeah, exactly.
Like, that's just how it works. Yeah. And again, it's not because I'm trying to be a dick. It's because you've said I can do anything or just about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try anything. Yeah. And if you say, yeah, fucking go for it. I go, okay, let's do it. Yeah. Sick. It's like, all right. That's it. As long as you can account for it, I will try it. Here we go. Yeah. Which again, good luck. Yeah. That's fine. If that's how you want to run your games, go for it. Hmm. You just tell me what you want to do, and I'll tell you what you need to roll. And someone in the comments inevitably says, well, a rules light system might work well for a one-shot, but not for an extended campaign. To which I reply... Yeah, but they're wrong. If they say yeah, that, they're wrong. They're, they're wrong. <laughs> I don't think... What the hell are they talking about? They're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Flat out. My, my campaign has been going for 30 years. In my experience, the opposite is actually true. Dear Crunchy God. games lead to overpowered characters and lots of bookkeeping. That's why I always try to keep things simple. My game, Eldritch Hack... Well, okay, well then immediately, like, I can say, oh, uh, well, a Crunchy game can still last 30 years. Like, yes, it can also fall off, but I assume the rules light ones can also fall off pretty easily. It just depends on circumstance and situation and people. So, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know yeah. okay one campaign for 30 years it sounds like a fucking nightmare i i like the idea of it but i don't know about it in practice you know yeah dear fucking god it, it i it would just, get so bored of that i would imagine they have to be spicing it up somehow they you know? have to be like they have to be i'm like, hoping it's like a generational thing like jojo yeah. where they do some adventures as some characters then like time passes right and exactly they, and shit changes and stuff fuck ooh. yeah I, it would have to be something like that but if not and they still enjoy it hey good for them yeah. i would need fucking more. great for them but bull, yeah. that sounds I would absolutely. I've been running more. mine for like nearly two, just like two, almost three. God, I want it over. Yeah. <laughs> it's not because I don't like it. I just like I've it's been just, here for yeah, fucking ever. <laughs> I want to do other things. Yeah. I yes. get you. I get you. Uh, guess I'll put this spreadsheet up for now. Okay. <laughs> uh, in practice, thirty years is too much. This isn't a marriage. Oh my God, it is. They're married to D and D. Hey, August. That's Hello. right. <laughs> Is D20 Lovecraftian horror. You choose a profession, and if whatever you want to attempt falls into the wheelhouse of that profession, you just oh, add yeah, a this. skill die, a D6 uh, yeah. to your roll. So True. a PI might gain a skill die for following people, tailing a car, or firing a handgun. And this idea works with almost any genre. Let's say you want to play an espionage game. You want to play Mission Impossible, but that IP hasn't made it into a role-playing game yet. Let's make one up. You're a spy in the Impossible oh. Mission Task Force, and you're driving through the streets of Rome in your True. Ferrari, being pursued by enemy spies and they're firing machine guns and you want to evade them so you want to somehow so i go and find gurps and i take it and i just run it yeah either <laughs> right. that or either gurps or fucking um savage worlds i was about to say or savage worlds yeah, yeah. exactly i have a bunch of them wishlisted that i actually want to get because it seems like an easy system to get going and all that and like there's a noir one there's a deadlands which is fun with the western but with uh zombies and shit and magic yes uh mm-hmm. there's the regular adventure one there's the galactic one you know like mm-hmm. the heroes one like it it's got a lot which is sick it's got a lot of guys. it's good it's yeah. good shit very cool yeah get that car up on two wheels and drive through this narrow alley and i say something like okay 
that's a, an amazing stunt. Roll a 15. And you say, but wait a second, I'm Ethan Hunt, the world's greatest spy. And Why I would say, you roll a seven? And if you roll a seven hmm. on the nose, I'm gonna say, well, you barely make it through the alley, but the roof of the car gets scraped and you lose your side view mirror. And if the pursuers wanna catch you, they have to do the same thing. And if they roll a natural one, it's a huge fireball explosion. I ran a similar scenario called Spy Hard, which is available on Patreon. I show you how cool. I created the scenario, and you can watch my players play it pretty much in live time. Got way we louder. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Professor Dungeon Master, you are not a master of sound mixing. No. <laughs> Please. Please. Mm. Uh, Cornell's motto in my world is, I can, can and will do whatever I want. Fair enough. Uh, you can only drive chariots in the streets of Rome. That is true. It's, it's a law. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We decided. Fire <laughs> Fireball explosion is almost as bad to me as ATM machine. <laughs> That's true. That's fair. Oh, that, that is, is fair. fair. I don't Christ. think about it that bad for fireball explosion, but now that you've brought it up to me, it might yeah, start breaking you... my brain. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh... 30 years would be okay if the story can handle it. Oh, sure. Yeah. If the story is interesting enough, if the setting is interesting enough, I could oh, sure. I could see myself going for it, right? But I it, mean, ugh, it is I one of those just, things. Man, I you would need to put in a lot of effort to keep me that interested and not be like, guys, we've been doing this for fucking 10 years now. <laughs> I want to play something else. Well, I want so a different genre, a different world, a different something. That's fair. That's the thing. Here's, you need here's, to put in so much to get that to happen. Here's how I can see it pre being done pretty easily. Okay. You have, you're doing it, gen like, you could do it generational generationally, or mm -hmm. you could just have it be that... One, you're playing it once every few months, once every that, month or so. Okay, and, so, yes. And uh, during the time you're playing it, you are still doing other things in between sometimes for different sessions. Like, yes. just being like, I just don't, let's do something else today. We can get back to yeah. this, but, you know, okay. let's just do something else today. Because, like, 30 mm. years is a long time. And I have to imagine that they've done other things in between. Like, they, they, it's 30 years overall just as a generalization. Not 30 dude, I, years consecutively, you yeah, know? Yeah, dude, I'm 31. Right, exactly. That would That'd be, be my entire life. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> and yes, I know I said 31, but I don't have any memories until I was about seven. So right. it actually would be more than my entire right. fucking life. Exactly. Playing that. Exactly. So, Motherfucker. Right. So you, you know what? They play a session a year. Yeah. <laughs> it could be. Like that's the thing. That's the only way that I can see it being feasible. Yeah. Right. Um, but anyway. <laughs> we have shootouts, car chases, high stakes gambling, and it's pretty much run with me saying, okay, roll this on a 20-sided die. Rules like games are also more accessible for newer players. If I invite my friend over and she's never played a role-playing game before and she wants to play a ninja, she shouldn't have to read 700 pages of rules. No one has to right. read 700 so, pages of yeah. rules for anything. Get Obviously fucked. hyperbole, but at the same time, dude, you're, you're poisoning that well a little bit. Yeah, you um, are. Uh, secondly, you're forgetting the aspect that you are running it for her. So you, yeah. with your experience, kind of are able to shape what she needs to be and what she needs to do and how much she actually needs to know immediately. Yeah. Like, I'll be right back. I just need to get the restroom. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah you're good. Um, so, like, having the, the DM experience ang angle, um, 
that's something that really needs to be addressed. It, like, it's just a thing. <laughs> I like that this ninja is clothed. <laughs> Fair enough. Play the ninja effectively. A friend may not know what to do in terms- Oh, wait, sorry. Effectively? Why does that matter? To play the ninja effectively. So, so, just so that we can, um... I <laughs> like this ninja is dressed like an obvious ninja. <laughs> well, you know. Um, but like... So... To be able to play the ninja effectively, you mean, I guess. Um, because that is up to the player if they can do it effectively. Like, come on. Blue mask in all black. Are we sure she's not clashing here? Mm. Cornell's quest for the rainbow dragon sword can handle 30 years since he has to hunt 33 different types of great worms to make it with their souls. Fair enough friend may not know what to do in terms of combining skills and feats for optimal success, but her character, the ninja, knows exactly what to do. I but also, I'm sorry, now we're going for optimal. Why does it have to be optimal? We don't need to min-max every time. That's not something that's needed every time, unless you are literally in those games that, like, require it. Optimization is fun and all, like, but not everybody's into min-maxing, so why should it be a prerequisite? You know? That's not necessarily the same experience that everybody wants. It might be- it might not even be the thing that your friend wants, um, necessarily. And maybe they get bored because of the fact that they are just the best. Failing can be a, a fun thing, too. Doing things unoptimally unoptim can be a fun thing as well. Like, it really just depends on the character, really. I don't... <laughs> you can play the super competent character for sure, but, like, I don't know. The requirement doesn't seem like it should be there of this has to be optimal. To be able to crunch those numbers four and say, all right, roll a nine to kick that guy off the roof. In a rules-like game, the game master is empowered to make rulings and decisions on the spur of the moment. And contrary can, to the belief but of some you can, But you can also... Oh, sorry. People, those decisions aren't arbitrary. The game master is using the most advanced supercomputer of all time. The No, the human... No, stop it. Um, and second, secondly, um, no... I mean, I guess it is the most technically if we want to be because we can create and we, you know, all that shit. But fucking, okay. <sighs> you can still do that in a rules uh, heavy system. You just have, again, you have the rules there as something that you can fall back on. And if you don't like a ruling, well, then you can change it as the dungeon master, the game master, whatever the fuck you are. There's, no there's nothing that prevents you from doing it a certain way when you are the one running it. Just because the rules are there doesn't mean that you have to stringently follow them every fucking time. That's, like, come on. It's just... My supercomputer crashes a lot. Same. Uh, I just... You're, again, you're, you're equating that the rules light system is better... This isn't even a preference thing. It's just you've said it as a statement that because it is a rules light system, it makes it so that you are able to circumvent rules. 
basically. You're able to just do whatever you want, which you can still do in your rules-heavy system. You can still circumvent and do whatever you want. <laughs> Human brain. And inevitably, when I talk about these things, people will say, well, what you're talking about demands a lot of trust on the part of the players in the Game Master. And it's like, why wouldn't the players trust the Game Master? What did your Game Masters do to betray you? Why would you trust a Seattle hipster you've never met to be an authority on hobgoblins, which are not even a real thing? The only thing a game does... Wow, what the fuck are we... Where are we? What is that? Who needs... What? What is this point? Why wouldn't... If somebody's running the game, I trust them. I get that. That's something that I agree with. Whatever. But if... um, oh, If I ask the fucking hipster what the AC of a hobgoblin is, it's probably because I want to know what he says. It's not because he's an authority on the system or whatever. Maybe he is. I don't fucking know. But there's no authority on these things, I guess. Aside from the rule book, I guess? But again, you can circumvent that, so fucking whatever. <laughs> the main thing brains have going for them is they can run thousands of processes at once, but electronic computers are a lot faster. You'll still need an electronic computer to run Dwarf Fortress. True. So really, the computers are better. <laughs> My uncle who works at Nintendo argument. Yeah, exactly. Like, what, what the fuck is this? Why do we need to rant about hipsters not now not necessary? Well, I just don't, I don't understand what the fuck the point is. That's all. Like, nobody, I just, hold on. On the part of the players in the Game Master, and it's like, why wouldn't the players trust the Game Master? What? Probably in that scenario, if they don't trust, it's because they've had bad experiences with Game Masters who have betrayed their trust. Some are very confrontational in their play styles, and they do DM versus player, and that shit sucks. Some lie and cheat, and they just do things that aren't good for the group experience. That's just, there are things that happen that do make people not want to trust, and, like, it is something that is something that we can talk about, and it is valid as a thing to bring up, but I agree with the, just the general sentiment of, let's trust the person until they do something wrong, I guess. You know, I just. What did your game masters do to betray you? Why would you trust a Seattle hipster you've never met to be an authority on hobgoblins, which are not even a real thing? I. I where, where did this come? I just again, where did this come from? I just needed to hear it again. What the fuck is this? Why would I trust you to be the authority on why a rules light TTRPG is better for me to run? Why would I trust anybody with anything? Like, where, where, where are we? What are we doing here? There's no reason for this. There's no point here. Not all authority figures are correct. Not all people are correct about things. Fucking not... We're not correct about things sometimes. Like, that's just... What, what, what are we doing? What, what is this point? Who cares? The only thing a game designer has is probably a degree in English, and I've got two of them, and I can tell you that does not help. Paper doesn't ma matter. I don't have a fucking college degree, and yet I have a job that pays me, okay? Like, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Who cares? Help you when designing encounters with dragons or spaceship combat, because those things aren't real. Rules like games allow you to cut So, so wait, so if it does exist and is real, then 
that means that if you're an authority on it, you should always be listened to? Is that what we're going for? Because that's not... Who cares? That's not always true. <laughs> it really isn't always true. A fucking... Uh, a writer... A published writer... Uh, let's take... Oh, I don't know. Colleen Hoover. A published writer who is a bestseller doesn't have any better of an opinion on writing and constructing a novel than you or I. Creative stuff doesn't... But those exist. Like, novels exist. So what? what is the thing here? A creative endeavor does not have an authority. It has guidelines. So what are we talking about? Who cares? Um, I don't think Professor DM needs to talk too much about Seattle hipsters. I agree. He's right. We shouldn't trust those Seattle hipsters that run Wizards of the Coast. Well... Uh, I love the insinuation that trust would be the main clapback on running a rules light system. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that is. That's so weird. Uh, I guess I'll be RB. Welcome back. Yes. Um, this video went off the rails. It did a little bit. Yeah, I don't know where oh. we are. Did well, it? it's just, it's just, it's literally just like, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Okay, that is okay. That's I don't want you to rewind it so I can find out. No, it's it's literally just like he started talking about Seattle hipsters and then also like authority and all that, and I'm like, I just don't, I don't care. Uh, okay, oh, that's a bit <laughs> just, outside of our purview. Well, it's it's less that it's just more like where are we? You know, like why did yes. this come up? And also the the weird uh uh thing that might be the yeah draco kraken said the insinuation that trust would be the main clapback on running a rules light system needing to trust trust, trust your dm have the players oh. trust the dm and he was like oh. oh what what the fuck happened that made you made you lose made them lose their trust in the dm and i'm over here like well many things could happen what are you talking about i don't yeah like that's a valid thing depending on the person but yeah and at the same time i also agree like at like I will trust the person until they do something wrong. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, like, I, wh why are we here? Uh, yeah. Um, I'll stick with my <laughs> complex Pathfinder system. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I also will play rules light systems because they're also fun. So, like, ah. Mm -hmm. uh... <laughs> yeah. All the charts and the cumbersome rules and rely on the greatest supercomputer ever created. Whatever. The human mind. Trust the game Ugh. master. Your games are going to feel faster, smoother, less great. Just do it. Just trust the authority figure. They're always correct. It's fine. Yeah. That's the they weird insinuation never... <laughs> that we have here. That's so... I don't like it. I don't yeah. like it. Like I said, fucking Colleen Hoover, best-selling author, writes shit books. Mm. She has better opinions on how to write books than any random person on the street? No. Because she... Yeah. Because, because she's an authority sold. figure? Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Ugh. Come on. Like, it, it's just, you gotta be careful, man. Yeah. He's a few buzzwords from starting an autonomous zone uh, talking about trust and authority. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's weird. Yeah. Professor Dungeon Master, we are here for fun, right? I know, right? <laughs> it's just weird. Grindy, yeah. and you'll be able to play more game in less time. At least that's what I think. What do you think? Share your thoughts in the comments below. Also, below I think that that is technically correct. It is true. If that is what you desire, you can go for it. You know? Like, that's fine. Just don't make a fucking clickbaity title for this shit, okay? Just put for me. That's all you needed. Yeah. Fucking hell. I hate fucking YouTube. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. At Eldritch Hack and Deathbringer, as well as Patreon, where you can get bonus content and help support this channel. Thanks for stopping by. Until the next time, may all your roles be 20s. Deathbringer again. What do you call 100 rules lawyers chained on the bottom of the ocean? A good start. Get my game and t-shirt at the links below and watch more dungeon yeah, craft. Yeah, people is fun. I mean, that's just like a fucking really, really old joke. Yeah, it's just... Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, again, it's ultimately a preference video, but at the same time, his argumentation is weird for his preferences. Yeah. It's not even argumentation, it's just reasoning, I guess, more so. His reasoning for his preferences seems weird at times. And I don't, I, I play whatever you want if it works for you, okay? Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so weird. Anyway. Uh, really, this is just a plug for his game systems? No, I mean, I don't know, man. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I wouldn't like, go that far. But... I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't go that far either. I just, he's just, this is what he prefers. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. That's fine. That's good. But you made it into a clickbaity video, so I would have clicked off, again, like I said, 30 seconds in when he says, oh, but this is all, I'm not saying that this is how it should be done. I'm saying that this is my preference. As soon as he said that, I would have been like, oh, okay, I'm out. Yeah. And clicks are not what's important anymore. It's retention. Mm-hmm. Watch time. The only reason why we watched it is because we do the show. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. You got lucky. Like legitimately, I wouldn't watch this video otherwise. Does it actually count if you're watching it on uh, Watch Together? Uh, yes, yes, it does. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, sometimes it it's weird and it doesn't, but it does still probably do a like it doesn't it does count something. for the. It doesn't count for the the actual channel itself. It doesn't like give me the the red bar of like, oh, you watch this, you know. Ah. Um, but it still probably counts for the analytics for him, you know. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. that was a that video. That was an all right video. It 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 was fine. Like in the sense of, it is mostly inoffensive, you know, because it is an opinion piece. It got me thinking about a couple of things, and it made me understand a little bit more of his mentality. That's mm -hmm. something. And, and the fact that he plays for around two to three hours. Yeah, that's all that's, the time that he has, it yeah. seems. So, like, yeah, I mean, that's fine. Um, but other than that, there's no value here for me. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, the, the, the reasoning that he has given might work for other people but for me and even when i get busy i am busy in my life but like that's still not gonna stop me from taking my time with my rpgs and doing my uh my my big chunky rules uh ttrpgs you know mm -hmm. it, it's just not enough of a reason for me at all yeah um already finished it yes um two to three hours for 30 years is too much yeah yeah it's just it's one of those things i don't know um again if that's if that's like monthly or you know uh bi-monthly or tri-monthly even fucking uh, half a year's worth every year i don't know but like i don't know maybe you meant he plays two to three hours every 30 years maybe <laughs> very possible i don't know um okay well 
that's the first video down. That was eight minutes. Easy. Uh, yeah. Only took us an hour and 20. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's, it's, it's about right. Um, God, we get so much more content out of their shitty content. <laughs> it's true. Um, combat is next, yes. Uh, yes. Next up, we will have a video about combat, which hopefully is better. Mm. Um, so combat. I will bring this up. Combat. Um, and you know what? We won't do the midpoint thing. You know all the links and stuff at this point. Check the description. Thank you to all our patrons. We'll thank you, of course, personally at the end. Uh, I find it very ironic that you're like, we're not gonna do we're not gonna do the links and stuff. You already know them on like the one very rare time when we have somebody new. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Look in the description if you're new. Or stay until the end. Hey, if you're new, stay until the end. <laughs> <laughs> That's just in general. That helps in general. So it's I can true. I can do it. Anyway. Okay, uh, I guess he could be running some kind of kitchen sink campaign that goes all over the place. Could be, yeah. That's mm. the thing. I There are several ways where it could be done that it doesn't get stale, for sure. And obviously something that he's doing is working for him and his group, and I'm very happy for him if they're having fun. That's great. Mm. Um, 30 years of fun? That sounds fucking great to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is... The concept of D&D combat is weird let's fix that from okay j martin play your role now from mm. what i have seen because this was in our suggestions way back before uh mm. from draco kraken a while back um mm. that this is talking about um combat and combat to the death being like a thing and a standard mm. um for D, &D which yeah. shouldn't necessarily be um for a lot yeah, of things. realistically yeah because um people don't like dying yeah neither do animals ones... actually <laughs> so the only time it would really make sense is if it's a 40k orc because they would never run from a fight that's true or a krieger but that's then true. if you're fighting those in warhammer i mean uh in D, &D you're already fucked <laughs> campaign true. over <laughs> that's right um but i mean there are plenty of scenarios where i can find you know, fighting to the death is the thing because of circumstance, of whatever, the the yeah. arena is is a thing that you can't get out of, you know, whatever works. Mm -hmm. But the standard is usually from the start, uh, being a new player um, mm -hmm. and onwards a lot of the time, we fight until the other side is gone. Yes. <laughs> Which is like, man, we got to have some times where it's like, hey you guys might want to run away or they might want to run away because yeah. live to fight another day is not just a saying it is a motto. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that some yeah, should you live would do that. Wouldn't you? I would. I'm a coward. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Um, a monster of the week type game could work for 30 years. Yes. Yeah. Very yes, true. absolutely. It could. Very true. Uh, of course, I have heard of people playing the same game of Civilization for years and years. Also true. Also true. Uh, really? That game can go on for that long? Uh, there, I, I believe there is a specific person who played it for literal years. Yeah. Wow. I think that you is think something. he would have hit one of the victory conditions in like a few hours or something. Or I one of the AIs. Something, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, 
I forgot about this and now have no clue what he says. Dear God. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, Dracker Kraken. We're going to find out. Here we go. It's only 11 minutes and 23 seconds. Yeah. In D&D is weird. Do you ever find it really odd that people in D&D are ready to throw hands at a moment's notice? And I know it's not necessarily in Well, so, I mean, not necessarily. Um, yeah. That really depends on the temperament, what the situation is, what everything's, like, yeah, it's, and, like, what the combatants actually are. Like, yeah. if they're bandits, of course they're going to try to rob you. If they're orcs, of course yeah. they're going to try to raid. Yeah, so, like, you know? I, I don't... No? <laughs> yeah, no. No, I don't. I, I, huh? I everything don't think has that that's a... weird because it doesn't happen. Yeah, that's not every, true. <laughs> everything has a stat block, I guess? But that doesn't mean they're ready to throw hands. Yeah, I, don't, I uh, need to go a little bit further on that yeah, one. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you cook, I guess. No, yeah. it's not necessarily an original thought to say this, but like, really, a game master can at any time just say, roll initiative, and immediately a group of people are willing to be like, let's dance, dickweed. No, they're not. Well, so, okay. So oh if we want to look at it from a purely meta standpoint. Yeah. Purely meta, yes. This that is, is like a saying, thing. This is like saying, man, D&D &D is so rough because you can just die at any time. Because <laughs> the DM can say, you have a heart attack, you're dead. Yeah, exactly. The fuck are you on? This it's is incredibly, point. incredibly meta. Incredibly this a, meta. This is such a stupid point. <laughs> I don't My understand. God. <laughs> Why would you bring that up? Why would you do this? Yeah, this is, <laughs> woo, you are not, okay. this is not a good start. Uh, it's not making me mad, but it is funny. It's funny. Was it is funny. Stupid that is. If you set civilization to military victory only, it won't end until someone has destroyed all the other players. True. Okay. There you go. Oh, I see. Yeah, true. I want a polka. Come get a taste. Wow, you did a lot of this clip. Holy shit! Jesus like, yeah, Christ. Jesus. I'm, sh I'm surprised like, what, they let you do seconds? it. Holy yeah, fuck! Yeah, that was like ten fucking seconds. Yeah. What? Now, let me make it clear. I'm very aware that this is just a result of game design and mechanics, and D&D &D is a pretty no, common... No, 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 Yeah, no, you can... No, 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 no you're not no, no, backing no, no, off no. on that. What the fuck? No, 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 no. You don't it... get to make such a fucking stupid comment like that and then immediately back it off. And no, no, no. No, you're, no, and also you're blaming it on game design. That is not the game's design to make it so that... so that everybody is ready to throw hands, I guess? Yeah. That's crazy. No, no, that is up to the DM. Mm -hmm. That is up to who is running the game. That is not up to the game itself. I mean, okay, technically, if we want to be incredibly technical about this, everybody is ready to throw hands because there is a stat block. Because everybody can throw hands, okay? Yes. But that doesn't mean that everybody will throw hands. Yeah, come and on. And it also isn't a result of... The fact that they are there means that they will throw hands. Yeah. Again, it is literally because the DM can go, hey, they're going to throw hands. Yeah. That's it. You don't blame the design for the fact that anyone can throw hands. That's, that, is, that is absolutely a thing mm -hmm. that should be in there for a game that involves combat. You should have the ability... To such to, an extent. <laughs> to such an extent, yes. It's, you should have the ability to quickly go, 
oh, you want to throw hands? Well, guess what? This guy can throw hands. Yeah. You should have that ability, but it doesn't give it doesn't mean that you have to go, "Oh, you got to throw hands, bud." Christ. It's <laughs> so weird. This is terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Uh Wow. He's had good videos before. This is yes, weird. This is a strange opening. I Yeah. I just I'm I hope we get to the part where he says, "Let's just not do that, though." Yeah. Um, true point. The AI taking a bit to take itself out, uh, but has no problem taking you out. Mm. Yes. Uh, also, I've just been reminded reading Expedition to Castle Ravenloft, I've already gotten the idea in my head that Kavan the Grim would end up feeling a lot like Majima to me. Fair enough. <laughs> Cut hands, throw hands. True. Uh,. <laughs> Yeah, Talithorns tries not to throw hands. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like, you can have NPCs that just don't. Yeah. Like, I... Anyway. Meta stance. Weird start. Mm-hmm. ...focused system, so therefore, there's going to be a large focus on said combat and understanding that combat is going to happen frequently in this game. However, I do think there is a large portion of storytelling and roleplay that can be unlocked if you dive further into the concept and ideas that combat is meant to represent. Truthfully, I think your entire game can evolve to an entirely different level of social roleplay if you just do one simple thing at the beginning of every combat. Okay. However, before we dive into that, yeah, let's make sure we understand just how we got here in the first place. See, combat truly is D&D's bread and butter. Is that combat well balanced? No. Uh, well, not always, but frankly, there I think- you, Okay, it, that's good. Yes, yeah, you're right. Good. Thank okay. fuck. Yeah, because I'm just, I'm not gonna beat around the bush. I'm just gonna say no. Yeah, no, I don't think it's well balanced yeah. entirely because of how CR works. Like it's yeah, because CR magic items, spells, mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. the kinds of weird fucking effects. They don't combat systems need to have at least a little bit of rigidity to them. Yeah, to be like really balanced. If you look at a fighting game, there yes. are reasons why fighting games are balanced the way they are, and where characters are balanced the way they are. And they have because everybody has to fit. Yes, like, they are continuously updated and shit. Yeah, and so everybody falls into these categories, and they all have the same weaknesses mm -hmm. for uh at a very very base level. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. So. You can't do that in D&D, so it will never be balanced. Uh, I, it will probably never be balanced. I won't say it will never be balanced. It will most likely never be balanced. Yeah. It'll, so it, it'll be balanced uh, in like 10 to the 24th <laughs> E years. I, I'll, so I'll then just, it's not technically yeah, zero. <laughs> I'll always give it the possibility, but I won't be hopeful of it. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm just willing to say no. Sure, sure, sure. Especially since it's I, fucking wizards doing it and they well, don't have the best yeah. track record for and fucking they, balancing shit. Yeah. Choices. A lot of the times I mention D&D struggling game balance and people in my comments immediately start shouting at me saying D&D sucks and Pathfinder is way better. Let me respond to that with something that might come as a genuine surprise. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. good. Okay, there <laughs> we right. go. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, I don't, uh, that's funny. I don't know why yeah. that's funny to me, but it is. No, no, it's, it's good. <laughs> 
Pathfinder 2E's combat system is, in my opinion, far better balanced in mm -hmm. every way. But the reason for that is because it is massively more in-depth with its rules, fringe scenario descriptions, mm -hmm. and in-depth character creation. And yes, that's amazing, but it's certainly not accessible for the more casual players who desire more narrative aspects of TTRPGs. Okay, uh, so if what you mean by that is literally just they they don't care for combat then sure i i understand um because other systems focus way more on the narrative more than a combat system mm -hmm. so i can understand it if that's what you mean that and i'm gonna take it as that that makes sense at least to me mm. um so but you can still do that in any system so fucking whatever <laughs> not something that i'm gonna dwell too much on yeah Basically, what I'm saying is everyone likes their games for different reasons, so maybe just let people like things. Life is way easier. Okay, so that, that, was never, that was never a thing that anybody cared to say. Like, nobody's out there saying, I don't think you should like I, this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I understand. Unless it's that, you saying you don't think people should like the new Star Wars movie. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't think <laughs> That's you should. That's a given. I, yeah. I, but, but I have compelling reasons that I can cite that are concrete. Oh, I know. I'm right? Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just fucking around. Um, but no, I, I, I don't think you should. But if you do, I'm not going to tell you you can't. You know? Like, there's a difference, yeah. right? No, I'm not going to um, tell you you can't, just that you shouldn't. <laughs> that you shouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> um but like for this it's like uh, yeah like whatever you like uh, it's this hobby specifically sure there are probably people that are like that because they're purists you know they're yes. gatekeepers they're lovely little dickheads yep. uh and those people i just ignore them because they're they are that yes because fuck it who cares yep they do that way yeah exactly I promise. Anyways, tangents aside, yeah, D&D's combat is not the most balanced in the world, but the system is focused on combat more than anything else. Which means, of course, the system is going to lean towards making combat happen more often than not. And thus, we get scenarios where initiative gets rolled frequently, and because the game basically encourages the mentality of initiative ends whenever the last enemy drops to zero, it means that people square up and duke it out to extreme degrees over any kind of dispute okay so i agree with the latter half of the point that what the that the concept of the initiative ends when everybody's dead that is the thing that happens often um, yeah that's true that that it's is something yeah that's that's something that i will agree with the previous half of that you know not going to the uh the going into the dm being in charge of making those scenarios like more of a thing yeah um sure the players also have that uh power as well to start a fight um mm -hmm. they can absolutely do that 100 percent of the time but mm -hmm. the dm also has that choice to make those things happen 100 percent of the time as well um mm -hmm. so you have to you have to also put it's not just the system that's encouraging this it is what is happening inside of the game yes you know like inside of the campaign mm -hmm. um not necessarily just the system saying oh there's a lot of combat focus you should do combat a lot yeah because i to a degree i understand that and i i kind of because of how much like the spells are focused on combat and those take up a big section. The combat section itself is pretty detailed and takes up a big it's a, section. 
I want to say right. it's like a third of the book. Yeah, exactly. Um, the the more narrative pages are are lesser in the sense mm -hmm. of how much space they take. Um, all the abilities and character options, those are all mostly combat focused a lot of mm -hmm. the time. Um, so there is a lot of incentive there to explore those options and abilities. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, uh, at the end of the day, again, it is really just the mentality that you give the players at the like with your tone setting mm -hmm. um, if you're running the game as to whether or not it's okay to start combats anywhere, you know? Mm -hmm. um, eh. No. Uh, let's see. Plenty of anime sword fighters in D&D &D at least. True. Uh, oh, I'm getting a call from my mother. Uh, oh my hang on a second. Mm. Uh, I will be right back. She's upstairs. Da -da 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 -da. No? Okay. <laughs> the joke was that he's living in his mother's basement. That was the joke. Uh, he's not, though. <laughs> I thought it was a little bit funny. He's probably muted me. And the whole stream at the moment. So... I'll tell him the joke when he gets back, though. Don't worry. And I'll explain the joke, so that way he gets
Hello. Hello. Your mom called you upstairs? <laughs> okay, no. you got it. Good. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the, the, the check from the real estate sale for my dad's house should have come. Uh, oh, they good. fucked up the, the address. Um, oh. They used my old one, so I have to go and uh, see if it's at the old one, because I still have a key oh. for that mailbox uh, later tonight. Okay. So that'll be fun, um, yeah. because, you know, I, it's my money. <laughs> yes. I kind of want that, and also, uh, you know. Is that all, all you shit. care about? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's why you're doing the podcast. Yeah, that's right. It's all about the money. It's always it's been all about, about the, the money. money. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, so that's a whole thing, and hopefully, uh, nobody says anything to me while I go over there later. Yeah, and hope, hopefully, nobody robs you. Yeah, that would suck. Though they would get in a lot of trouble because it is addressed to me specifically. So I mean, that's why they would be robbing you. I know, I know, but what I mean is they would. <laughs> You know, it would be a federal. That that's illegal. I know it would be a federal (laughs) crime though, so they could go to fucking federal jail. It would be fun. Um, That doesn't stop package thieves. The fucking cunts. I know. I fucking God. Anyway, those um, are the one kind. That is the one group of people that I would straight up fucking blow their head off with a shotgun (laughs) if I had the chance. Yikes! Um, I'm being dead serious. I would kill you. Sure. Uh, let's see. And yet, I don't. It's just them. It's not actually all thieves. It's only package thieves. Gotcha. Um, lots of things came in. Oh my god. Uh, Cornell's quest would be a problem for Talithorn since Cornell needs great worms for his sword. Talithorn might have to throw hands then. Fair enough. Uh, I wonder if that's true. How many pages of Pathfinder 2E are non-combat, uh, non-combat adventure rules? Uh, there's a whole section of lore for the world. I know that much. So there's quite a few. Um, a lot more than he's implying since they talk about other modes of gameplay outside of combat they literally have rules for exploration and social mode that's fair um, so does D&D uh, technically mm. um, it's not like super in depth but it's there Yeah. Um, nothing wrong with being a basement dweller true yeah I know I told them that joke earlier yeah <laughs> um, before I knew that you would uh, before you had actually walked away, I tried to make oh. the joke, but then you dodged ah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, caves are greater than basements. True. Mm. Uh, no one's more based than someone who lives in a basement. True. Based, based on what? <laughs> no, oh. I hate that one, dude. <laughs> <laughs> basement dwellers living the dream. I wish I was a basement dweller. True. Yeah. Fair enough. It's always air conditioned because <laughs> it's just colder underground. That is true. Uh, Air conditioning by Mother Tara herself. Mm. Uh, Tub of popcorn from Christmas. Nice. Papa is back. I am not your father. Okay. Mm. Uh, Well, let's get through this video so that I can uh, go and get that. Get you get his money. Well, I just it's so (laughs) I know it makes me so mad that because literally we sent my information, my new information of where I live now, Mm. so many times to them. Oh my god. It's so annoying. So, but anyway, okay. Yeah. But yes, it might not always be to the death. It still is always wildly blown out of proportion. And I think honestly, a large portion of this is because that D&D lacks a morale mechanic. 
At many TTRPGs and okay. even past editions of D&D, at least in some cases, morale was the system that was used to decide when enemies would run away. Because it doesn't make sense to constantly try and fight to the death. Mm -hmm. However, in D&D 5e, this system is missing, meaning that enemies will blatantly and stupidly fight people who are way more powerful than them just because they can. Because there's no system well, that encourages them to run away. Uh, the system no, does not okay. have any bearing on the intelligence of the character within the game world. Yeah, what I will say is that because there is no system, some people just might not even think of that. That's the thing. That's the problem, right? Yes. It is literally just for the new time p players, there's nothing there to tell them uh, just so that it gets in their mind of like even thinking about it. Oh, people like don't want to die. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a weird thing to like mm -hmm. have to make uh, some people think about. But it is something that I can understand if it's not spelled out and there they might not even fucking have a, a wisp of an idea that it's mm -hmm. a, a possibility in the system right um so meh. i yeah. i agree with that point at least but that isn't the point that you made <laughs> yeah, that's the problem yeah so no lore tonight probably not sorry i i i after the after we're all done i will probably just have to jet um Wow, I haven't used Jet in a long time. Yeah, man. It's good oh, shit. shit, it is. Um, good word. But it's the DM's job to determine the intelligence of the opposition and the importance of their survival and if they comprehend it. Nothing to do with morality. True. Also true. Uh, it's just... Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> no, no. <I> <laughs> it, it, it's not... No, my God. It's huh. not uh, morality. It's morale. So oh, morale yeah, yeah, has nothing yeah. to do with morality. Yeah, true, true. Which true. doesn't make it which sounds weird, but morale is effectively their state of mind. If they have low morale, yes. they are, you know, they will want to run away. Yes. Or or surrender or just yes. whatever. Yes. Think of it kind of like uh, a morale tech check in Warhammer. Yes. The thing that used to be the thing. Yeah, now it's Battleshock, because nobody yes. ever runs away. Exactly. Which honestly makes a lot more sense in Warhammer. In that world, yeah. <laughs> yeah because if you're a guard and you run away you get fucking shot <laughs> yeah you're you're instantly executed as an example yes <laughs> um that's okay it's just checking to see fucking space marines <laughs> they they shall know no fear and they Morale. fucking run away yeah yeah it's great dude i will admit that mechanically running away from combat is really hard to do without dm intervention Mechanically, it really depends, right? Yeah, it the like honestly, what I do because I have that, I do that all the time, actually, mm -hmm. in Devils and Dice and the stuff that I run. I essentially am just like, if I'm playing as uh, the bad guys, and I usually am, <laughs> um, because sometimes I, well, I mean, sometimes I've got uh, you know, friendly NPCs. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, if people are losing. They will, and they, like, look around. They If they can, like, see that that is happening just by turning their head, which, yeah. as we've already established, is quite difficult. It, um, is, it is really difficult. Um, They will start to change their tactics. There was actually a boss that showed up in the most recent session. If you haven't seen it, I won't spoil it. But it was mm. toward the end of the session. And it was like, oh, shit. The guy that I was working with is dead, and I am trapped. This is mm. not good. I am changing my tactics. I am no longer fighting this. I am mm -hmm. calling in my trump card. Yes. 
exactly. then that didn't wind up working out, which good for the players, bad for the boss. But that, yes. that was kind of the idea. Um, exactly. So it's really not all that hard, actually. You don't really need a system. You just kind of need to think, well, this person, what can this person see? Have they seen mm -hmm. like all their friends get fucking axed? You can, this is going to be a very weird example, but follow, uh, follow me here. Think of it kind of like Halo, mm -hmm. where if you are playing multiplayer Halo, mm -hmm. whenever you have allies and stuff, if you're playing like big team battle, yes, or really any uh, shooter, but I remember this mostly from Halo. Sure. You have their little call signs up above their head as they move around the battlefield. So you can see where they're going and, you know, yada, yada, yada. When an ally dies... The call sign remains, but beneath it is a big red X. Oh, true. Yeah. So if you are like running to a battlefield and you see like five or six big <laughs> yeah. red X's in the area that you're heading to, I at least would be like, oh, fuck, I'm not going that way. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, slaughterhouse. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, they got fucked up. I'm going the other way. That yeah. also means that the other team is there. So, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. So really just taking a quick look around to see if your your pals are getting fucking owned. It's it's a pretty easy way to get them to be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, it, it, it's literally just logic, right? That's it. Yes. That's all it is. It doesn't need to be a whole system. It is literally just, are there enough people here that I think that it's okay for me to stay here with them? Do yes? I feel like I oh. still have a chance of winning? Yeah, exactly. It, it's, 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 it, there's no need to worry about mechanical stuff or intervention as the DM. Like, it's literally just, oh, well... We can try to get out of here. And even if it's a bad situation to try to get out, sometimes you just got to try anyway, you know, yeah. like attacks of opportunity suck, but that is kind of a meta thing, you know, mm. um, doesn't mean that it wouldn't stop you from trying to get the fuck out of there because at the same time, they're still going to try to kill you anyway if they're intent on killing you still. Mm -hmm. So like running away and getting slashed is a thing that will happen probably still. Even if mm -hmm. they miss the attack of opportunity, they'll still chase after you, probably. Mm -hmm. um, if they're intent on killing you. Um, yes. But uh, that that is where a morality thing can come in for the players themselves, of like, if mm -hmm. the enemy is running away, do you go after them to just murder the fuck out of them? Yes. You know? Like, that's where the morality itself comes in. But the morale is what gets you to then choose your morality, I guess, mm -hmm. is, which is a weird way of going. It's a weird it, way to put it, but I do follow. Yeah. Um, you can put that system in if you want. It is true. You can you can do whatever you want. It's crazy. Mm. Uh, unless you have a good spell for escaping anyway, for the uh mechanically for having it having the either mechanically. The, I I would say the hardest one to get to work is a boss running away. Not because they wouldn't, but because the players will fucking kill them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you could uh you could do a roll for that. You could. You shouldn't have mm. to roll for everything. You don't. You don't have to, but you can. Yes. And there's nothing that tells you that you have to. So either way, if you want to roll for it, you can. If you don't want to roll for it, you can. Like nothing mm. about it, you know. Especially I for like Black Knight, though. Yes. Oh yeah. Because it's been years since I've seen that fucking movie. But it's so good. Yes. Uh, especially for like really intelligent or wise characters that shouldn't need a roll. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing. You, as the person who's controlling these characters, you 
have to figure out whether or not it makes sense, right? Mm -hmm. If they aren't like super intelligent as a as like a an animal or or somebody who has been I don't know um, mind controlled or is drugged yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. That kind of stuff. Then I would be like, oh, okay, let's let's do a roll to see if it still stays in the fight. But if it's somebody who's completely there, who's super intelligent, who wants to survive and maybe mm -hmm. find a different way to go about this, even when they see they're losing, then it's like, oh, yeah, no question. They will try to leave uh, as soon as they see that it is not going their way, you know? Um, hell, it might be even turn two when they see that their big, like, opener just didn't do shit, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, that's usually something that you do before you even get to the point of going into an encounter of like this character wants to live this yes. character wants to fight until it dies this mm -hmm. character isn't a character it's a wolf and if it loses you know half of its pack it might reassess the situation <laughs> you know mm. or if it gets enough of a wound it might just bolt because yeah wounds are bad animals for fucking are smarter animals. than you give them credit for oh absolutely yes uh, a fucking any kind of wound for a predator is a death sentence usually. Yeah. <laughs> so usually they just gotta get the fuck out of there. You Have know? you ever seen a fucking uh, cheetah get quilled by a porcupine and mm. then it just limps away to die? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It's literally that. Yes. 100%. Now, granted, I'm... it was stupid to try to eat a porcupine, but... You know, hungry, it's food is food. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah. Aside, worthy adversary. Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's oh, that, what's that, that then? Oh, shit. We're doing the whole die. thing, Like, huh? seriously. Ish. Consider. Hey, these guys over here seem like easy pickings. What do you say we go ahead and get them for a few coins? Really? The people decked out in magical gear and adventuring weapons? Those are the ones that you're gonna consider easy pickings? Yeah, cause they got all the heavy gear, it's gonna make them slower. Well, it's hard to argue with that logic, let's do it! A few moments later. Hey, give us your gold or we're gonna- uh, Sounds of burning and screaming will then play at this point. I'm not gonna play any of these sounds, I'm just gonna have you saying <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, what oh have my you done? God. It's just a little fireball. Yeah, so here's the thing, man. Um, some people are idiots, though. Like, so, like, yeah, like it is. Some a thing people that, are Fallout Raiders. <laughs> that's right, exactly. Um, like I get that it doesn't make logical sense all the time, but there is an internal logic to people and how they mm. think of things because that literally. Seeing somebody decked out in heavy plate armor, they might go, oh, I'm faster than them. Yeah. Like, that is, wrong. that is not necessarily wrong. They just don't know it yet. Right? Yeah. Um, so that is a very possible scenario. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hell, if you were to take that situation in real life, if you had, like, the hyper-fast rogue and the heavily armored knight, the rogue only needs a single good stab. Yeah. And that night is going to go down. Yeah. So uh, it was just, it was just no, fire for the rest of your just life. Just a cantrip. Don't, don't worry, man. It's not a big deal. It's just a cantrip. Say just one to ten damage. Okay, it's okay. So we'll just take a short rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes no sense. Why are you here? Dear fucking here? god, dude. Learn comedic yeah. timing. Went way too long, man. Way, man. way, 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 way too long. Please. I stopped putting sketches in my videos. 
I feel like there was a reason why I should really trust my gut. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. So you learned it before, but you did it. You did it anyway. So you did it okay. anyway. Okay, all right, great. Okay, Thanks. all right, cool. I get the call, I get the joke, but for fuck's sake, you could have made it funny. shorter and better. Like you yeah. just could have. <laughs> God. Regardless, there is a common scenario, a simple, relative, dangerous scenario that immediately advances to committing war crimes with little attempt for de-escalation. That's what happens in D&D with combat. This being said, however, I Sometimes. think it's important to acknowledge that this is because the system seems to clearly encourage this type of behavior. I'm not putting any judgment on any players for playing this way, which leads to the solution I alluded to earlier. How do you avoid the pitfall that comes with trying to prevent combat from escalating to this point. Well, there is something that I found which seems to typically work pretty well and also requires no extra effort on the part of the dungeon master. And that solution is to have your players ask themselves at the beginning of every single combat a very simple question. What is my character's goal in this fight? See, this does a few different things. Because rarely is the answer going to be as simple as well, I want to kill whatever's in front of me, of course. Even if the goal is ultimately to kill the enemy, your players are more than likely going to dive deeper than that because of this question. They could say, my goal is to eliminate the threat against my party, which could be anything, not just killing. Or the goal might be, I want to protect my party from harm, which suddenly massively swaps your attention. You might have only focused on fighting the enemy before, but now, now you might use your action in a new, unique, and creative way you never thought possible. To make sure your party never gets hurt in combat means you're going to be focused solely on preventing hit point damage. Or honestly, it could have nothing to do with the actual combat. It could be the goal of a certain area to achieve a certain task. The idea is to ask yourself, in this scenario, what does my character want most. And unless it's a very specific combat, the truth is, it's rarely going to be, I want everyone in this room dead and buried. But this is true. Yeah. You've done it. You did it. Good job. You did the thing. You did it. I, I agree with you 100%. That is a way to get you there. <laughs> <laughs> Trolls are smart enough to run because they don't fear getting hurt. They won't. Uh... Yeah, but unless they get, like, fire on them, and then they'll be like, oh, shit, they know. Yeah, yeah it's like, oh, fuck, my immortality. Yes. Uh, well, I did say hard, not impossible, uh, but without outside help or terrain, the only mechanical way to get away is to have a faster movement speed. If you don't, the other person can keep up. Uh, ah. The best you can do is have flat terrain and keep running, but if a fighter was in melee range at the start, they get an attack of opportunity, then they just run after you and threaten you again. Yes, that is that true. That is fair. Um... It just depends on, it really just depends on what, yeah, you do creatively. But yeah, mechanically, if we want to go straight raw, yeah, you're right. Well, I mean, doesn't, if you die, like double dash, doesn't that take up your action as well? So if you double dash and just keep doing that, sure. you can run faster and then the fighter will have to use up their, uh, their attack. So they wouldn't be able to, they would only be able to just keep up with you. Yeah. Uh, they would still get the attack of opportunity. Because oh, that okay, is a okay. reaction, not an action. Okay. Yeah. It's the only thing. Unless you're a rogue, which has the also bonus action dash, um, mm -hmm. which will give you another thing of movement, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah. I mean, it just, just depends. Yeah. True fire and acid does that? Yeah. Also, I, I'm i sick of these fucking clips already. Yeah. If you don't, mm -hmm. I will look for you. 
God, They're so long. You. My they God. They are very long. And I will kill you. It's funny because recently, in the process of scripting and researching this topic, I stumbled across one of Pointy Hat's videos, which oh, I will link no. in the description. To be fair, not all of them are bad. Let's be fair. Oof. Oh, I know, but ugh, <laughs> don't remind me. Because it's very well done and edited. While you're down there, by the way, do you want to hit the like button? Maybe the no. subscribe button? Just no. a thought that might don't care. help a little bit with the channel. Anyways. I'm glad that you did it over halfway through, to be fair. But yeah. I, it's fine. I'm good. Thanks. The video I'm talking about is a fantastic example on the importance of supplying additional goals other than just killing the enemy as a game master. But on that same level, I did find it interesting that the importance of this was levied at the game master specifically. Because shouldn't it be pointed at the players as well? Yes. Because at least in my mind, if you're wanting to play a more narrative focused game that doesn't have a sole focus on kicking down doors and killing monsters, which by the way, there is nothing wrong with playing that way. Okay, we're, we're doing good. great, by the way. Yeah, we're doing better now. We're doing super good. All right, keep going with this. But if you're not playing that way, your players should be thinking about this. I remember in one of the first campaigns I ever played in, one of the most bloodthirsty members of the party had a habit of intentionally keeping one of the enemies from dying. They'd often spend their efforts in combat actually actively trying to make sure at least one of the enemy combatants survived. Because that way they could tell them, go back and tell your associates what happened. Go back and tell them That's what cool. happens if you come after us. And these direct actions led to a lot more story and plot points and interesting ways for the story to go. So so I can understand looking at the DM specifically for a while, because um, yes, I agree that the players also have a hand in this, but the DM sets the tone, mm -hmm. you know? Like if the DM continuously sets the tone that this is just how things are and there will never be consequences for it, then there will never be consequences for it and they will not change the behavior, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so. I think a lot more of the responsibility is on the DM for how they present the world and the characters hmm. um, rather than, and this is even something that can be discussed before you even start playing. You know, uh, in my game, you can run away. They mm -hmm. can run away. This is something that is going to be an integral part. Maybe it's not a great idea to run away. You might get but hurt you running away. Yeah, but you can. And if you get away, you will at least survive, probably. <laughs> God damn it. Right? Yes. Um, so, uh, come on. Like, that is a big thing that will uh, let your players start thinking in that way more so, if they're newer, if they haven't mm -hmm. already started thinking in that way before. Um, yes. As a player, you can um, implement that kind of thought for other people, and maybe the DM themselves as well, by introducing that concept, by being the person like he's describing. Mm -hmm. Leaving one person alive to go and send back, or just being the one person to say, we need to capture this guy so that we know why he's here and trying to get us, or mm -hmm. why they tried to, or whatever. Um, so it just, there. but I, I really, I understand why Pointy Hat would just say DM. Um... Uh, but if the person does not have fire and acid, that troll will just keep coming. That's one of the reasons I love them. Yeah. But even so, yes. if they um if they get down low enough, they might back off for a bit, you know? Yeah, because even though the troll no probably knows that it's fully immortal, it probably still is hurting. Yes. And if it's, like, losing the fight and getting its ass beat, it's not going to die. But, man, this fucking sucks. Yes. 
Um, I think my video gave Boo nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> the, that dragon video was shit. It yeah, was it was bad. terrible. <laughs> was that pointy hat? That was pointy hat. Yes, it was pointy. Okay, yeah. yeah, no, fuck that. It was a bad video. Yeah. Suddenly, Honestly, I would say it. one of the worst outside of a Garibay video. I wouldn't go that far, but I would. I I don't I don't think so because there have been uh, other contenders for sure. Oh sure, I'm not saying that there haven't been. I'm just saying that it also is one. I I don't even think it's on par though. Because mm. some of them are a lot more direct with... That's fair, I suppose. With, like, this is the wrong thing. This is the wrong thing. Mm. Um, whereas that one was like, it's just, it's actually, ooh. So, you see? No, now that I'm thinking about it, literally having all intentions of dragons completely wrong, not delving into... Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, not okay. delving into yep. any of their lore yep. other than the horde and still not understanding that silvers are essentially that. Yeah, and completely misrepresenting dragons. Yeah, no, you're yeah. right. Yeah, no, yeah, it's right. it's just about as bad. Yeah. Attacked by random bandits, we were getting attacked by people who were very aware of what we were capable of because it had been reported to them. Was it a smart move? Eh, not really. Was it a fun, interesting, and narratively focused decision that can move the plot forward character-wise? Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's what I find most interesting more than anything else about this topic. You can almost always add more layers, more interesting scenarios, and more fascinating consequences so long as you keep one specific question in your head when creating combat encounters. Why? Why does your character want to do this? And the natural consequences of asking such a question leads to combat no longer being just about rolling the biggest number and doing the most damage, although that will still be a factor, but now it is about juggling everyone's goals, watching a web of interesting decisions develop and creating, well, a far more interesting and dynamic combat. And all It's not just for combat though, just having that as the question of in general for every situation. Like, knowing your character's motivation is just going to create more interesting scenarios for your character. Because it will flavor how you interact with everything. Everything. Like, it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's not... It, like, yes, combat is a big part, I get that. But, like, outside of combat is just as important. So, have them think... Because once you get in the, in the thoughts of... Like, um... I had a, a character, I've talked about him many a time. His name was Gimbal. He okay. was a wild magic sorcerer who mm. didn't fucking like that he was a wild magic sorcerer. He hated it. Mm. He did not want to randomly explode and kill people, and he didn't like killing people. It mm -hmm. wasn't good. Uh, in fact, the first time that he did in the, in the game when I introduced him, I had him curl up in a ball and cry because he blew up a random innocent person by accident because he killed a bandit guy. Mm. So, like, it was traumatic. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, his goals were really to entertain people because he was a traveling bard. He wasn't a bard class. He was just a mm, traveling he bard. Was a, he was a bard as, an, uh, a profession. as a job. Yeah. Yes, that's a profession. Yes. Um, and he would use the minor magic that didn't set off his wild magic to enhance that. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, another part of his goals was to 
try to find somebody who could take away his magic. Mm -hmm. Or something. Just something to stop him from being so chaotic. And, mm -hmm. and being a danger to himself and people around him. Mm -hmm. um, and so that flavored literally everything. Whenever we were in a combat, he had to stay the fuck away from everyone. Mm -hmm. because he did not want to if he had to kill people he would but he did not want to be around anybody so mm -hmm. it was hard for him to you know get support if we didn't have like uh somebody that was nearby him because they would have to move <laughs> over and get to him because he did mm -hmm. not want them to get hurt mm -hmm. um and then inside of uh inside of uh social encounters he had spells that would help with situations but he had to make that risk assessment of well i could use charm person to really but like they might explode but i might explode and kill people mm -hmm. so like and that was a whole thing just to mm -hmm. just to figure out you know how to go about day by day <laughs> and it made it i really love that character he was super fun um mm -hmm. and he eventually i retired him to um a another traveling performer was like hey this is an opportunity of the lifetime you want to go with me to like travel around the world and get like noticed and stuff and he was mm -hmm. like yeah <laughs> and that will help me one in doing my performance thing and two if i get more famous i can maybe find somebody who will actually like help me with my problem easier because i'm more well known Mm -hmm. and they'll be more willing to talk to me so yeah it was a whole thing um anyway love that character love him mm -hmm. love him to death but uh just in general ask yourself that question of what what is the motivation of my character why is he quote-unquote adventuring you know uh why why is he out there on the road what is why would he join this group what is his uh ultimate end goal and everything mm -hmm. like it's it's very important all of this is done without changing anything on the part of the Game Master. Nothing extra is put on that. This also means that if the Game Master employs the same techniques with their enemies while also taking advantage of the pointy hat video that I mentioned before and giving unique goals for every different combat encounter, do you know what you've done? You've added the story behind the combat. You've created exploration, social encounters, and combat all in one nice, neat package. And I think that could entertain any player so long as you keep all of this balance in mind because the most important lesson you can learn as a player game master or literally anything is that the rules are there to add direction but it's up to everyone at the table to add substance to hey there you go very good. that's a pretty good one yeah i like that that's very good job. good job you started off very very weak but very you pulled weak. it back in oh yeah i i think you you hit it you hit it pretty well at the end you got like yeah, you got like a, a triple play, let's say. Yeah. Create that spice that truly creates that unique D&D experience. Without that, it just tastes bland. And that's no good. Add the uh, Sonic. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? Regardless, combat what does is what not mean? meant I didn't to hear be something it. bland, it, something dull, care. something that is just there <laughs> to cause damage to each other. Combat in many stories is meant to present an example of a physical interaction that shows the conflicts in the story. Combat is meant to be yes. a portion of the story that moves it forward. Yes. And that can only happen if you consider 
what the characters are doing. Because D&D is a character-focused game. It is a character-driven game. And if you don't consider the character decisions in that combat, I feel you're missing out on a massive portion of storytelling in general. <laughs> you know what? Yeah. See, that one I actually completely disagree with. Ooh, interesting. Uh, I don't think that combat is player-driven because players can't drive cars in D&D. There are no cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> oh, I thought you had an actual thing. Yeah, yeah, no. No, I that's good. <laughs> I like that. Um, no, I, I'm 100% about that. Yeah. Yeah, Fuck no, yeah. it's very good. Get fucking, again, you're doing it. Mm-hmm. He's him right now. Yeah. <laughs> Does D&D fail to provide this sometimes? Yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't mean it's not easy to add in. Wait, how does D&D itself fail? It's not D&D itself failing. It is literally the person who's running it failing it. Yeah. The, the system gives you every opportunity and everything. It, it does not fail you in giving you the options. Mm -hmm. um, I, if we're talking about the morale system, I guess you could say it fails it because they took it out. Yeah, mm. that would be something that I would agree with. But I otherwise, like, it, it gives you every opportunity. What the hell? And again, a lot of this does not put any effort on the part of the dungeon master. So do that, focus on this question, and make sure your players ask them. Sorry, wait, what was that little bit that you just fucking said? Sometimes, yeah, absolutely. But that doesn't mean it's not easy to add in. And again, a lot of this does not put any effort on the part of the dungeon master. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's easy for the dungeon master to do. I understand. I thought you yes. I thought he was saying something else. Okay, we're good. Ah. So do that. Focus on this question and make sure your players ask themselves this. And I think you can run fantastic game with really interesting combat encounters. Like I said earlier in the video, liking and subscribing does help a lot, but you know what would be even more helpful? Patreon. Subscribing to my Patreon. Commented, but also, more importantly, if you just ran a good game and oh, oh, okay. kept nice. doing so. That's all I ever want to do is to help you guys do that. So I hope you have a fantastic time. That's a nice change of pace. Go out into the world, make yeah. it your own, and never forget to play your role. You beautiful bastards. And don't forget, if you ain't sneezing, you ain't seizing. What, you, what does that mean? Okay, that's what it was. There was a, just ah. a random comment. Okay, sure. Hey, pretty good at the end. Not bad. Yeah. Bad start. Good yes. end. <laughs> yes. Weird way to start, but mm -hmm. you, you somehow you pulled it through, and I'm okay yes. with that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that would be something that I send to somebody with an addendum <laughs> of like, so yeah. the beginning is a little wrong. Yeah, uh, don't listen little... to the beginning. Listen to everything else. Yeah, you, you got the DM and the players are kind of the thing, but you know, the, 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 everything else is pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, nice. Yeah, not bad. Um, he just said dragons do nothing, and Pointy Hat is tagged on Dungeon Dad's channel, so I know he knows better. No, 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 that's the thing. You can tag whoever you want on the channel. It doesn't mean that Pointy Hat himself is, like, a a prominent proponent of that channel. Yeah. That's just that the other guy is a proponent of his channel. Mm-hmm. Um, unless it was a different thing, I don't know. I, I don't know how you Pointy Hat and being like, do you think dragons are stupid? Look at this, bitch. Right. I, I don't, I don't, unless it was like, I don't know how YouTube does things anymore. I don't, yeah, I don't pay attention really. So, yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> players can drive chariots in D&D. Fuck, that's true. Yeah. All right. You can make steam powered cars, probably. All probably, jokes will yeah. perish by my hand. 
Mm. If you ain't sneezing, there's not any dust in your nose. True. Mm. That's a better one. It is. <laughs> All right. Well, that was it. That was the that was the thing. That one actually I thought that would go longer, but it didn't. We yeah. we did that in another hour. Cool. Yeah. Good. The beginning was where it slowed down, but once he got yeah. into it, it was a lot easier. Yeah, for sure. Um he had to see the videos though. What? Oh, Pointy Hat had to see his? Not necessarily. Uh, not necessarily. If the other if he is tagged on somebody else's channel, then um they have seen his video. That's mm -hmm. how it works. Unless he is in a video of somebody else's, in which case, yeah, he would watch their videos. If that's what you mean. Well, if, I don't know about that. I'm in your all your videos and I don't fucking watch any of them. That's true. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch any of the shit we put. Actually, you know what? No, that's a lie. <gasps> uh, I just recently what? watched again the um what was it? Uh the Metro video because I wanted to see the Looney Tunes <laughs> me fucking exploding again. <laughs> It was very good. Good. I'm glad. That's Although, fun. was it meant to be so quiet in the game? Because you could barely hear the game, like, at all. Oh, really? Yeah, you can't hear shit. Oh, shit. Well, that's... I mean, that it seems like it's on for my end, but uh, that might just be the mixing from... Because it, it would overpower you if you turned it up anymore, honestly, on my yeah. end. That's just Fair. the that's just the way that Parsec is sometimes. Maybe you, know? you need to boost up my uh volume in disco, maybe? I don't know. Uh well that would mess with the balancing of everything. <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah, I, I have everything set to to be okay. It, it's just it it's something that you know, we gotta deal with, it's all. Yeah. Um sounds like it ended up being a good video. I just wish I'd listened more to what it said. Fair enough. <laughs> uh yeah, that makes sense. I thought it went both ways. No, yeah, it doesn't. Mm. Um, anyway, that's the show, everybody. Mm -hmm. We did it. Thank you for hanging out with us. Uh, yes. Of course, I have to do the, the lovely things at the end here. Um, yep. So, you too. Let me get this up here. There we go. And then go. So, if you would like to support us in any way financially, you can for the low, low price of at least a dollar a month, uh, up to $15 a month through uh, Patreon or through uh, Kofi, up to you. Uh, and you could also donate one time through Kofi and whatever. Um, and we have some people who have been doing so for a while. That, of course, being. Draco Kraken, Mog Zero, Rick, aka Unirico, Slazer, and Steely in tier four giving us $15 every fucking month. Crazy Weird. people. Thank you so much. Uh, of course, a thank you to Crimson Rose Armok, aka Lux, in tier two um, for those five bucks every month. That's fucking also insane. Um, and of course, a thank you to our tier one contributor giving us that buck every month. Little as a dollar, you can be on this board. And uh, I'll thank you. Uh, not necessarily by name, but uh, mm. you will. Uh, you will absolutely. You'll be on the board. Be on the board. The big board will show if your name is there. Um, mm -hmm. So, uh, join if you want to. Link is in the description. Uh, or you can search us up. Table Talk Crew, I think, is the easiest way to find us uh, through both senses of Patreon and um, Kofi. I think. Either that or just search up the podcast itself, the name. Um, anyway, 
The other ways that you can support us financially is going over to the T Public merch store, getting our logo on whatever you want. Um, I will say, I did get and I found the poster that I bought as well. Uh, because I bought the logo, I bought the or I bought the logo on a uh, sweatshirt, I bought it on a, a mug, and I bought it on a poster. Um, the poster one, uh, I wouldn't actually recommend. There's a few oh. uh little blotches of white. Uh, that are kind of like around some of the letters and make it look a little eh. Um, at least for the size that I got. I don't know mm -hmm. uh, what the size is right now um, looking at it, but it is a little a little eh in quality. So, yeah. um, but the mug and the and the sweatshirt are great. So mm -hmm. that's I will I will absolutely diss our own shit. Don't get me okay. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, and of course, going over to our website, there are all of the things that I'm talking about, as well as the dice, the 99 sets that are there. You can buy uh, one for 15 bucks. Uh, you can buy more than one if you want. Uh, yeah. and I will send it out to you with a little dice bag, uh, that it comes in and you will uh, receive it. Hopefully, uh, if, mm. if I get your address right and you send me your address, right? Cause if you mess it up, that's your fault. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, and of course, last but not least, we are partnered with Humble Bundle. Uh, using the link in our description, you can support us as well as Tabletop Alliance, who is also linked in the description, so you can find out about their charity works. Mm. Um, and anything you buy through the store, through the bundles, through the, um, excuse me, through the, um, the choice, anything, uh, you will support both us and Tabletop Alliance. Um, and you can do the sliders and everything and, and whatever you want. The Cyberpunk Red uh, bundle is still, or Cyberpunk in general, really, bundle is still out for six more days as of recording. Uh, it will be on posting. It will be four more days, I believe. Uh, maybe maybe three. Uh, but, no, four. Uh, but, yeah, there's that I would recommend. There's the Mega Man franchise pack actually there as well. Go for that, I would say. Yep. There's a Paranoia uh, RPG bundle that I didn't realize was there that I might actually nice. go for. Paranoia is funny. Paranoia is cool. Yeah. Uh, so that's another RPG that I would definitely uh, look into. Um, mm -hmm. And let's see. I wouldn't say Destiny 2 ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the controller chaos one is only three days left, so get it now. Uh, it's got uh fucking destroy all humans, and that's good enough for me to say I get it. Um, destroy all humans oh, is fun. Uh, man eater as well. Man eater is fun. Yes. Yeah, man eater is a good time. Um, so yeah, uh, that's another way to support us if you wish. But of course, as always, I can't tell you what to do. I'm not your dad. Mm -hmm. So. Thank you again for hanging out with us. Um, let's see. Leo's uh, <laughs> voice is going to die when lore happens. Yes. Uh, I guess I didn't write a lore comment last time, so it's not too bad yet. Fair enough. Uh, three lore dumps. <laughs> uh, there's one building, though, slowly but interminably and inevitably. Mm. Thank you, Lux. I'm excited to die. <laughs> Thanks for the show, guys. You're welcome. And, of course, again, uh, thank you to you for tuning in. Uh, hope that you continue to tune in if you're new. If you're not new, I hope you continue to tune in anyway. 
Um, if I don't see you here, I, I'll I'll have a strong talking to uh, with you uh, at some point. That doesn't sound like a not fatherly thing to do. Shit, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I gotta go get the milk, so I'll see you later. Yeah. Um, milk and cigarettes, yeah. That's right. Uh, so, but yeah, thanks again. Uh, yes. And we'll see you next week. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye.